Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode. Welcome. Jason and Aaron are back at again. This is a journey through time and stuff. And man, do we have an amazing, amazing show for you today. We have a wonderful guest we coming got, on up here in a second. We got sweet, sweet jams coming your way soon. You, we got a sweet, this sweet al- person am, in the I'm building. I'm so excited about the album tonight. Yeah. Um, and then even, you know, we're gonna. who knows where the conversation is going to go, but right now we have a nice little commercial straight from the Kablarg factory itself. Yo, everybody, today we be out here Kablarging with Shiz Naughty. Shiz, how you? Shiz be good. Shiz Naughty ready to party. We got Captain Kablarg out front giving away lollipops to all the little ruglets and shit. Not going to talk about it, though. I'm going to be about it. Kablarg! Fix your shitty car. It is the goop that's super smart. It is an art to watch it start to move a rusted sticky part. Snake it at your local mart or bar it off your workmate's card. Kablarg's a spray that's used in the ways can save you from your fucked up taste. Squirt, squirt. Let's go. Now we are two bros that know how to fix problems we face on the road. Kablarg is sick. It will unstick or restick the Kablarg trick. She's naughty. We don't stop the party. I'm not going to tell you it's going to be easy. No, life's going to get you down. It's going to beat you and it's going to bruise you. Life's going to grab you by the schnozberries. The adventure's far from over. But right now, we're on a journey through time and stuff. Buddy. Yo, everybody. What's up? How you doing out there? This is another journey through time and stuff. We got a sick beat just to uh, make you guys feel yeah. good about uh, yourselves. Yeah. We want you guys to get hyped up. We yeah. want you guys to be like, oh man. Finally. Maybe you're in your car. You know? Maybe you're in the gym. Maybe. Who knows? But we want you to be excited maybe about you're a man. life. Yeah, maybe you're a woman. Maybe you're a man wanting to be a woman or a woman wanting to be a man. It doesn't matter. All that stuff, it's soul. It's, it's who. You be yourself. And you love that. And you go out into the world. And you spread your little seed. And you make that seed a positive one. And you make that tree cast shadows over the haters because they don't deserve the sun. True that. Right? True that. And you just, you be that tree. And you freaking soak in all those rays. And you just get bigger, baby. You just get bigger. At night, when I'm holding my baby close to me, I hold her tight. Real tight. And then we go on a journey through time and stuff. Thanks for this. Oh, wonderful stuff. All right. All right. Well, we're going to kick this off, everybody. <laughs> get ready for this. Here we go. Welcome to a journey through time and stuff. Time and stuff, yeah. You've never been on a journey like this before. Time and stuff time. Time for the stuff to happen. Time. Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Journey Through Time and Stuff. I'm Aaron. Woo! I'm Jason. And uh, everybody, I hope you like that intro. And every, I would like a warm welcome to the house right now, Siobhan Sayer. Welcome. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. That's... Wow. I know. Wow. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, welcome to our studio. I hope you, what do you think, that intro? Pretty. Um, <laughs> that's probably the best intro I've ever heard in my life. Um, I didn't know Thank y'all you. had beats and like rhymes and stuff. I, yeah, I gotta say, I'm impressed. We throw out we a little bit of everything. <laughs> we dabble. We dabble a little Clearly. bit. And well, you dabble well. Thank you. Oh man, there's it's so much fun to do that kind of thing. <laughs> it really is. So how have you been? It's been a while since we've all seen each other. It and- has. It has. Over over a year. I think it has been over a year. Um, we've been good, busy, um, both working and play, which uh, has been band stuff, helping Beautiful. my buddy record his record and all that fun stuff. So. Wonderful. Yeah. How yeah. How, uh, yeah. how how have you been dealing with the Portland smoke and everything so far? Um, staying inside is awesome, yeah. but yeah. Um, I actually got to leave for Denver for a couple of days and breathe a little bit of clean air. But they got a little of our smoke too. So do wow. they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's kind of hazy everywhere. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Um, well, before we get into too much more, you went ahead and, uh, like we said before, you were had an amazing album you picked today. Mm-hmm. You picked Prince's Purple Rain. Oh, yeah. Like, what's better, you know, throw it up to Prince. He's just... <sighs> Yeah, I, don't, right. I don't know if there is anything better. Yeah, it's, so. you know, some of the guitar licks he chooses. Okay. And we'll talk about all of that. All anyway, of right now, we're going to throw down <laughs> some Purple Rain, everybody. We're going yes. to drop it right now. This uh, this takes me back. Our buddy, we were in a cover band back in the day. and we We'll talk just... about that later, too. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this, everybody. comes in and fills all that up.
I felt that. <laughs> of the guitar solo. Oh yeah. Man, Prince. We're going to let this song roll in the background because it's just, it's so good it to just stop. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's true. It, but it's it goes. Man, I... I love like the layers, like I don't know, you can just hear the depth, like I mean it you know, it had to do with part of the production of how they, you know, made everything Oh yeah wanted they, it to sound. Well it's not over compressed and so right. you you can actually hear that parts come in louder and like there the, the, there's volume change it's, it's in all the track. Incredibly intentional. He's, yeah. Yeah. He was such an amazing uh, composer in that way that uh-huh. it's all super intentional and you can really hear that. Well and, and like you'll hear parts like it al- almost like his voice should be louder sometimes, and he leaves it distant and makes you really like almost have to try and hear Absolutely. what he's saying. And then Absolutely. that just, that just like, it gives you goosebumps when the song comes yeah. on because <laughs> you just like, oh yeah, I don't oh, know, yeah. man. Oh yeah, I think that's probably one of the most well known intros, uh, at least especially in that like time frame. Cause oh yeah. You just know, you know what's it's, happening. <laughs> especially after the movie came out. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, such yeah. meaningful. Super meaningful, like powerful fills, like bringing in everything. I don't oh, know, yeah. just coming at it from like a percussive standpoint of the, oh yeah, and just to like grab you by the freaking earth and you got yeah, grab you, grab absolutely. What a treasure this guy was, man. Yeah, absolutely. You know, definitely missed in this time of the last, extremely missed. The last, the last three years. The last three years of music have just of, of have been crazy of Absolutely. the people we've lost, man. Absolutely, and it, it seems like we went through like this weird just spell of a bunch at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Bowie and Prince is not an easy thing for no. a musician. No, no. To Bowie take and Prince, or a music fan. Like and that's then, um, and then Lemmy, deep. Lemmy, and then yeah, exactly. Then we lost oh, Lemmy. Yeah. That's a huge. Uh, it was a hard. It's yeah. been a hard. Like yeah. you said, about three years of mm-hmm. of. Yep. Uh, pain. And then we lost um, Keith Emerson. Right from Emerson Lake and Palmer. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Keith Emerson died, and I mean, so many. I want to say one of the guys of the Eagles passed yep, yep, recently. Yep. Uh, yep. There's, I mean, it's it, what what's crazy as a, as a music lover, you know, all all of us in this room that we grew up like looking at album covers, looking at old jackets, yeah. inner jackets, yeah. of tapes mm-hmm. before even before seeing and. and 
they had th- they had information about the the people in the bands exactly. and like exactly. and and growing up with the taste of music you you became so enveloped in more than just the who the band was it was yeah. who the people were and like you knew names and, and personalities and they and i think that's the thing is they had very distinct personalities um another that i can't not say is five dog from a tribe called quest like oh um, yeah that's a, huge, a tribe called, that, yeah that's a huge loss and uh, that's what makes me think of you know you had very distinct personalities that i think everybody found someone they could connect with and um that's actually yeah. a really good point yeah um it but that's lost kind of today. It is in it's, uh, in the modern mate social media of music, how how music is put out there and expected to be taken in by people. Exactly. They no one accounts for a jacket. No one accounts right. for album art. Right. No one accounts for how the kid's going to sit in their room at 14 and just spend hours looking at an album cover. Right. Well, everything's yeah. digital, right? So, so there's no album covers to look at. I mean, at. that's the thing. Like, I'm a small-time vinyl collector, and uh-huh. um, a lot of the artists that I listen to, a lot of underground hip-hop artists, like, they put stuff beautiful. out on vinyl. Yeah. Heck and yeah, you get do. this beautiful, like, uh-huh. booklet of photos and lyrics yeah. and a sticker and, like, a wall size poster and, and you only pay tw- and you only pay 25 bucks for exactly. it and a you're like amount, you and, know. and and you know and kids kids awesome. will go and buy just a a, a, a download card yeah. where they just scan a little thing yeah there's nothing like physical no and, like anymore and, I and just, they're paying 25 bucks for, for the that. same yeah i would i'll vinyl wow. every day man yeah. any day over yeah. that it's oh, just yeah. such a beautiful like you said the whole experience that comes with mm. like being able to look through and see the artist and see the art that they decided to put right. in there right um just brings Putting a whole other level to yeah. yeah no it's it's beautiful um so hey let's Should uh so, let's talk a little about you so are are you from Portland? Are you from um, here originally? I'm from the Northwest originally. Okay. So I was born in Washington until I was about nine. We moved to the Dalles, Oregon. Which Ooh, the is just, Dalles, just gorgeous. Mm, it is mm. beautiful out there. Yeah. Um, my mom's a, an electrician. She's and she went out there to be a hydropower electrician. Oh wow! So cool. that's what brought us here. And then as soon as I was of age, I got the heck out of that tiny ass little town and moved into Portland. So beautiful, but yeah. or North Pacific Northwest. Absolutely, always. It's absolutely. beautiful here, huh? It's yeah. absolutely gorgeous. I've been. Mm. I haven't ever lived anywhere else so i don't know if it's fair for me to say it's the best but i've traveled other places and uh i don't think i could go anywhere else right yeah, yeah. what what got you started in pursuing music as a you know, um, I almost got forced. <laughs> if that, really? Like, and not like, not in a bad well, of way. Of course, of course. Um, I, it, like, as far as singing any kind of structurally, it was like high school, you know, choir stuff, but mm. was kind of messing around in the hallway outside the choir room. And the choir director came out and was like, you need to come with me. And I thought I was in trouble, like, you know, being loud or yeah, something. Yeah. And now he just took me to the piano and was like, sing this with me and I I'd never I mean my sister sings um we'd always mm-hmm. sung together just for fun at the house she didn't you know and um I was kind of terrified and he's like no follow oh, yeah. me and had me follow him up and down the scales and I was like okay so you're in both the choirs now and uh, here's what we're doing we're gonna do this now yeah so <laughs> that was kind of my my young grab and then um really as far as getting on stages and stuff around Portland met a gentleman uh, by the name of Barry Hampton, who unfortunately uh, is not with us anymore. Oh no! Um, but met him through actually back to Prince. Um, a friend of mine had met this person who does a, a Prince cover band around town. His name is Julian Stefani. He's a homie of mine has been for a long time now. Good. Introduced mm-hmm. me to him saying, dude, you need to sing, you know, he needs you kind of thing. And I'd never done anything on stage. And it was terrifying, but it was, it was Prince, so I was going to go at least watch, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Um, yeah. So I uh, wow. got introduced to him, and Barry was playing bass for him. Okay. Um, and so met him, um, 
he asked if I'd be interested in singing with him as well. And so called me up on a Monday, asked if I was still interested and said, can you come to practice tonight? And I said, sure. He said, cool. We got a show on Friday. <sighs> and, um, that's how I started, started. doing okay, so <laughs> shows have, around town. Has it has it always been just vocals for you, or do you yeah, play any other instruments? I don't. I um. I wish I did. I've I've. I can't say I've really tried to play guitar, sure. but I would love nothing more in this world than to be able to play guitar and kind of do and some sing stuff at the and sing at the right? same time. Yeah. I think it would help me to write. I kind of dabble in writing, but I don't get any further than lyrics because I don't play an instrument. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. um, now always vocals, backup vocals, perfect. Vocals, that's whatever. that's amazing. Well, that, that's yeah. that's amazing because uh, it, you know, I, and lyrics are a challenge. Like, yeah. it takes a special person to be able to like really fit, especially if you like don't write a melody. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, like, it's just tricky. being able to interpret other people's music, and then, or you know, if you bring lyrics to the table first, either way, it's it's yeah, it's, it's an interesting really dance. Cool. That's yeah. he's see he's a lyricist too, but he's all you know he also does the the playing side of stuff as well. So I was just curious on like mm-hmm. what so do you. You know, just say, for instance, you know, some you're you're singing for a project and they're writing a song or doing mm-hmm. something. Do you do you come at it and and work out your own vocal melodies as well? Do you do? So it's funny you say that. I actually just um, went into the studio with a gentleman that got referred to me by a friend. Uh, his name is Neil Johnson. Helped with his record, and mm-hmm. he just kind of came to me with like, "Here's my stuff. Here's kind of what I want." Mm-hmm. And then um, it was kind of a mesh between Neil what he wanted us kind of working through that. And then his producer is great. And so when we went into the studio, he would, we'd kind of sing through what Neil and I had worked out. And then he'd be like the producer, you know, Sean say, okay, perfect. And then we kind of worked through that. So, and then in my, my band that I work with now with Dylan, um, he writes everything. He's an amazing lyricist, Mm -hmm. amazing, funky, funky bass player. What's the name of your your project? uh, It's uh, Dylan May and the message. Dylan May and the message. Local around here. Uh, Yeah. yeah, Local around here. Perfect. Um, um, nice and, uh, yeah, Dylan yeah. is a, a funky, funky bass player, and he writes amazing songs. And so he and I, though, he we, we met through Barry. Okay. Um, he was bass play, yeah. playing bass with Barry. And so he and I have been doing music together for, boy, about eight years or so now. Excellent. So that's kind of a different dynamic because yeah. I know his voice. He knows mine. When he's writing songs, he's writing with probably me and mine. An idea, yeah. A little bit, For the yeah. vocals and for the backup really and neat. stuff. So our dynamic is really awesome. I feel like um, we know each other pretty well by now, and we get, yeah. get to do some fun stuff. Sure. That's so. Yeah. Are you are you still doing blues R and B type? Kinda, it's it's a lot more funk. Oh, um, cool. and it's funk Sweet. with a message. I mean, these times are crazy, right? They so, are. Good. Um, and Dylan's always had um, you know, an underlying theme and and some very important Good. things to say in his music. Good. But especially as of late, um, but all original stuff. All yeah. original beautiful, stuff. And, beautiful, beautiful, um, and I love it. <laughs> so yeah, because because when we when we first met you, we we had actually only lived here for about a year. Right. We were just fresh out of Alaska, and uh, you were working with our buddy Neil Darling. Absolutely. And so so we were like, we know somebody, and then all of a sudden, there's this like <laughs> amazing vocalist that <laughs> that it you. like I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we I don't know. I honestly, it's. You have power, man, and that's and that's <laughs> yeah, why like like we yeah. wanted to bring you in here, and we also had seen you know that that you you had done is it is only one now because you did the the um 
the national anthem at the I've Blazers, had to do right? It twice. Twice now. I know. Look at you. I know. Woo. The second time was kind of crazy though because I didn't audition, mm-hmm. um, and not to be like, oh, I didn't even have to audition, but I, I just I wasn't <laughs> expecting it, yeah. and so I had programmed the guy's name into my phone just because like I didn't want to answer it all crappy if he called me, sure. you know, or you want to like know that, exactly who, who it was, was. yeah. Exactly. And so yeah, it was not the following year of the first time I did it a year after, so just sitting around and I'm just kind of looking at my phone like Portland Trailblazers what <laughs> and yeah they called up i think they maybe had had somebody cancel or something and um oh, that one was for a but you were on your head and, and you were on the top of their like i guess so which is kind of crazy and awesome uh, yeah oh, no that's yeah, like that's that's, that's huge yeah, news I, they gotta have like a you know like I, top five saying national anthems here and they're just like I'm all right such a huge boom. blazer fan that i yeah. just i kind of lost it that was fun <sighs> that was super fun um and i had never really sung in front of that large of a crowd oh, and especially just me and acapella that was um, so it was the first time the, the crazy time like was that that was intense I talk mean, us through I, that a little bit well yeah. and so neil was there with me and honestly i yeah. think he might have been you know him well like oh, i yeah. think he might have been more nervous than he i was about was. it he probably his, was he, he his little be. face he got to be at half court across the court from me to record it oh. and i mean his his little face was about the funniest thing i've ever seen just <laughs> like i don't think either of us could really believe uh-huh. what was happening and um it was a i don't i can't remember if it was completely sold out but it was a packed house and so um and then my blazers are you know there just to my right and i just i made eye contact once and like my knee literally started shaking (laughs) so i just i just stared at neil the rest of the time and yeah the first time that like i hit a note and the people started to just cheer cheer for the note you hit i honestly can't believe that i kept singing like it is a feeling that i didn't know existed existed (sighs) and um it's it yeah, you're it was amazing. My heart popped yeah, right? just for right? right? I've all, got because because I've been because you know I've been in mm-hmm. in the in the the Moda Center a few times yeah. now and mm-hmm. and sitting there a couple of times down in the hundreds up in the three doesn't yeah. matter where you are when when the national anthem's happening oh, it like just resonates it does the through the whole place, place. Oh, and yeah. so I I can oh, only imagine from something. from for certain seats in the Moda Center from being in your spot on the floor looking at that yeah like yeah right in the middle of the blazer oh. symbol just standing there in the middle oh. of the motor center like it ain't no thing i guess <laughs> so, yeah, so, so awesome but did you find the second time easier um or was it still little, just as it was still really intense it was it was easier though for a couple of reasons because one um i didn't have as much time okay. so like the first time i had auditioned like in the summer mm. and then like finally towards the beginning very beginning of the season they finally called and were like yeah you get to do it but then i didn't even know when in a, like for another like okay we'll call you and then you'll get to pick a date or we'll talk about a date so there was a ton of anticipation and in turn a lot of anxiety around yeah. that oh, yeah. um, the second time they called me like on a Monday and it was for the following Monday for the first preseason so you had a week game so I had a week and um, and it was preseason which you know still counts to me oh, oh, um, preseason is 100% but it was not as terrifying as uh, good, the first time good. and yeah I knew kind of the drill and what would happen and where I was going to stand and the mic situation and all that so it wasn't as um, yeah. as nerve wracking but still very intense. So, so uh, I have a question, and this is sure. specifically on how on did you sing it a lot? Did you practice it a lot, or did you just kind of trust yourself to do it? <laughs> There's no trusting yourself to sing the national anthem. That's why I wanted. Well, that's why I wanted to ask: Is did you did uh-huh. do you, did you I just bet. sing it like like uh, how? 
Well, well, I mean, nonstop, but how the song goes. Did you play with it at all? Did you... So you got to... I mean, I feel like... I mean, okay, we've talked about how crazy things are right now, right? But like mm-hmm. the national anthem for me has always been something that's kind of emotional still. Absolutely. Um, so I actually are... My company does a veterans event every quarter, and I had been doing the national anthem for them. Oh, and mm, um, perfect. A room... Aside from the full Moda Center, yeah. a room full of people who have served our country is yeah. a, probably the second oh, I, most nerve-wracking place yeah. to mm-hmm. sing the National Anthem, acapella. Yeah. So um, I kind of just told myself, you know, okay, you can do that. You've done it multiple times. Mm-hmm. You can do this. And then the other part to it is like, I, I always feel like, put your soul into it. Like, put yourself sure. into it. But yeah. don't go crazy. Don't. It's not about you, right? Mm, like, yes. if it's about right, anybody, right. it's about, like, veterans and, and active servicemen and, yeah. and women. And so I feel like when people do a little too much, it's, yeah. it's a little disrespectful. I mean, I've heard some beautiful mm, renditions that had a lot sure. of really beautiful vocal trills and stuff. So mm-hmm. no disrespect to anybody that does that. But for just me personally, mm. like, there's a few places where I put some, you know, I put myself into it. I put my soul into it. But for the yeah. most part, it's you pretty. Right, pretty even. Well, I, com- I completely, one hundred percent agree. Because yeah. like I've been watching national anthems and watch my sister do it at a lot of sporting events mm-hmm. too. Like back home, you know, much smaller, obviously, but it's like uh, when people overdo it or they uh, just kind of go, t- you know what I mean? Just it's too just, much. It's a, it's like man, just you know. Yeah, it's a beautiful it. and meaningful song on its own, and I think right, that, um, it's beautifully written, and, and it's very classic. And I, um, I like to not slow it down a lot too. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that go put really, huge really, pauses. Really they they yeah. like stanza, and so like me when I hear the national anthem because it does it means a lot, and I like when they keep it at a moderate tempo, mm-hmm. you know. And don't mess with the timing of the song. Now, if you want to, if you want, it's it's almost a march song, right? It It was written in the time when all of our songs were marches. Mm. So, when people are singing it, if they keep a a marching feel to the song, they can do vocal runs and change note choice in the song and keep the integrity and of the song. But as soon as they even if they sing all the same notes and they just hold this five second pause in the middle of a half a second pause for the claps to keep going, then you're like, again, it makes it about them, (laughs) you know, and it's not to me, it's just, it's not about you. Right. It's just really not. It's about every other person you're singing the song for. Right. That's awesome, man. That's cool. So, I mean, are you, just gonna want to keep doing it i mean is that um, next I next I, next question that's right, like, right? I, i'll probably do it again i'll try and do it again at some point it's really fun mm. plus you get blazer tickets so like <laughs> you get that nothing awesome. better so than do you that. get do you get good seats so after they you sing are it? like 200 level and oh. they're the same like they're in their season level um folks yeah. and they all know that they're like sitting where the national anthem singer sits so when you come up they're all like all sweet and nice um but the other thing is like they're warming up on the floor you guys like yeah. Yeah. I'm standing there in the middle oh, yeah. of the court at center court and they're, they're just warming Shooting up, balls, running back it. and forth in front of me. And I'm just like, okay, I'll just pretend like my heroes are oh, right, right in there. Front of me. Yeah. That's so crazy. I have a couple of really fun um, photos that I've gotten to take from on the court. And then I also got like to meet mom. the Sean. <laughs> so Bill Shonley like is really is the man yeah. for yeah. Portland. Like yeah. he literally is the one that named it Rip City. Right. And yeah. so mm-hmm. I got to meet him at the little like court sidebar just before like in between getting to run through and waiting to go sing and i heard him right i'm like you know sitting there having my water and i'm like oh my god the voice i know it oh sean's and i turn around and there he is 
sweetest sweetest man ever and just was like oh you're gonna sing for us tonight sweetheart well how about it you know and I'm like, <laughs> what? What? just like he sounds yeah, he's like, you're gonna do great you'll do us proud and i'm like oh my god <laughs> i just got cheered on like, yeah oh by the Shans, yeah you know? sweet oh yeah. wow it's a pretty cool experience all around getting to be there if you're you know if you're a basketball fan if you're a blazer fan especially getting to be there kind of before everything you know the locker the green room that they give you the waiting room is across from the blazer dancers like room so you see all the girls like walking in and going and then going and getting their stuff and then coming out all blazered ready up to go stuff, ready to go so, oh that's beautiful yeah it's good stuff blazer it's such a fun time I've, I've i've really enjoyed becoming a part like seeing just the Rip City doesn't play, no, man. No, we don't play man. about our blazers and, and, around here. And, and, and it's I, fun. And you know what was funny is, is my, my my older cousin grew up here and it lived in Tiger and Sherwood area mm-hmm. um, and always a Blazers fan. Totally. And me being from Alaska, we have... We only had a hockey team. We right. have no basketball team, no football team, no baseball <laughs> so you gotta team. you got to pick a team. Well, yeah, well and much. so and so from a kid, I was always like I was I was always a fan of Shaq. And yeah. so as a kid, he was kind of like my idol, especially, you know, especially after Jordan retired the first totally. time and and all this other stuff and so I followed him around and I became a Heat fan. Um and I was a Heat fan for a while. And then it turned out, I know, Sorry. I know. Well, yeah, yeah, right. Well, and then especially it, now, yeah, or, or, well, oh. maybe a year ago. But but um, and so I was a Heat fan for a while, and then one of a guy that I played basketball in high school with, um, joined, and he actually got signed and played at uh, Duke for, or no, played at played at NC for a while, okay, and that's then pretty cool. And then and then and then he went, and his name is Mario Chalmers. He's actually the point guard okay. for the Heat, Mario okay. Chalmers. Yeah. Everybody probably yeah, knows that know name. That one. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I played right. against I played against him in high school in Alaska. That's amazing. Um, and he's like six one. I'm six eight. I blocked a shot of his <laughs> one time. And then he dunked on me and put his nuts in my face. Oh, good. So good. he, he yeah, right. made it. You get a, a lasting no, yeah, impression. Yeah, yeah. He, friend, he made it. He made it very apparent that he was way better like, at basketball nobody, than me. You <laughs> might be. You might be tall, but I got this. He, no, he he was at the time he was the best basketball player in the state of Alaska. Like there was no question. That's he just amazing. he walked over everybody. Um, he just he did everything. And when we were playing their team, he dunked on me. And then we were. I was running back down the court because we were on offense and the center on their team said man don't hold your head too low he does it to me all the time oh. and he was another center bigger than me and he's right. like dude he dunks it, on me all the time just, right, just, that's right. His thing. so then <laughs> so then i got Dang. to see him then i got to see him play um you know see him actually play that's for cool. for miami and i was like i've been a team fan of this team for a while now a guy a i know to have. yeah but sure but um I just grew out of that fandom as soon as I moved here and I yep. and I realized like why the Blazers are yeah. are a cool team and and it, it kind of relates like I'm a, I'm a are you a football fan? You, um, you watch football? I am definitely more of a basketball fan than, than I am fan. a football fan, but I am uh, I I do watch I can't West help Coast it. Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And oddly, uh so growing up I didn't I was never like super into sports or anything, but my best friend would just like you're watching Broncos games with me. So okay. um random I know a lot of Broncos. Fans, random actually, like too. obviously, yeah, hometown love, go uh-huh. Seahawks, go uh-huh. twelve, but also a little bit of love for the Broncos, which yeah. I get a little bit of hate for, but yeah, see, I don't care. My wife <laughs> I'm the resident actual cheesehead of the group. Oh, I'm a buddy, Packers fan. Buddy. And- 
and he's the nice. resident Seahawks fan. Nice, you got your opposing bobbleheads. Yeah, love it. Yeah, love it. That's yeah. perfect. Um, Aaron got his in Lambo, and I got mine in. Uh, well, I went to the stadium. Yeah, but yeah. I, uh, I have three but I didn't blazer get my bobbleheads. Bobble Those are That's the only bobbleheads yeah. I have. Well, and yeah. so when you They're were talking cool. about being down on the floor of of Moda Center and like seeing all these guys and practicing, I got to go visit Lambo Field awesome. in Wisconsin. Oh my gosh! And like walk on the field there and do oh the gosh. whole tour and and it. It absolutely reciprocates for me, like the way that the hometown feels about Rip, the way that Portland feels about Rip City is almost exactly how I think that the Green Bay feels about the Packers. And it's just Green Bay is all about, and that's the thing. I mean, you got to give respect to the fans that are just about their team. And the the only other one that's close is Seattle. And it's because, you know, Paul Allen. So you have this kind of local person who really understands, uh, you know, community right. support as far as like interaction. Yes, and you look at any other, you look at yeah. any other big name team, big, you know, contract, anything. Sure. They don't, they're not like community oriented I don't, I, in any don't way. You don't see it as much as I feel like we do out here. Well, you know? And I even have friends like that live in other places. You know, I have friends that live in Houston and I have friends who, um, who are big Houston basketball fans. Sure. I have friends who are Me big, too, um, Raptor basketball <laughs> fans. And, and they're like, They'll still say, man, we saw on our news that the Blazers were in yep. Portland doing stuff for their community. Yep. Our team doesn't do that. Yep. I wow. hear the same thing. And I think that's one of the coolest like, things. Like they don't have a boys and girls club where, they're, no. where the NBA I mean, team of that city goes and just plays. I got plays. to go and uh, a friend of mine's son was in a basketball camp with Damian Lillard, right? Oh, Which is like, yeah. hey, Dame. Yeah. But um, he, was <laughs> like, hey, buddy. he was like, Dame hey, I'm going over on my lunch. Do you want to go? And like check out what they're doing with these kids and i was like yeah kids that's what i want to go see um so so i went to go and definitely go see what dame was about i mean and this guy's like it's not just like some camp with like his name on it right like right this guy is on the floor with the kids doing like tippy toe and finger crawls across the court pushing the ball across he's down there with the kids he's i mean he's on there aj mccollum shows up they're out there with these kids just like hanging out and really like going to individual kids and like let me help you with this let Mm. me help you with that i mean they're in it and all the kids got a bunch of gear he brought them like he had like a specific shoe made and it's like a kid's print and like all the kids got like his shoe like he's, really he's in wow. yeah no that's he's into, are, he's into it too that's a beautiful thing like, i think that i think you said i think that's a huge part of uh why they have such support because they do a lot of really cool stuff that is beautiful so, love my blazers yeah yeah me too man i've, I've become <laughs> they're definitely my favorite nba team that's now awesome. That's um awesome. i just i can't watch anybody else that it, and, and it's being here and and seeing that you know the town man totally it's, it's it's seeing the rips like real rip city pride understanding what rip city means like it's undeniable yeah. <laughs> i just see it every day it's like man i don't know it's cool it is. And you could see somebody like, you know, you'll see, I remember being in Chicago with my ex-boyfriend and like, we'd see somebody with like a Cubs hat on or whatever. And he'd be like, oh, go Cubs. And like, sometimes you get like a shitty reaction. You know, and yeah. people be like, Bruh. and they're like, whoa, okay. But if you're like walking around town and you're like, Rip City, baby, like Rip City, like people yeah, right. not play. They don't, they I'll don't forget play. like that I have a t-shirt on or something just be at the store and someone would be like, oh man, did you see Dame last night? You know, like uh, it's, yep. it's yeah. a thing. Yeah. Yep. Same it's with me. Real. I'll be it's wearing awesome. any, any blazer shirt now yeah. that I've acquired and then people just start a conversation yeah. definitely I love it's it. beautiful i love yeah. it 
Yeah, Dame Dollar. I saw him. He's doing a new song with uh, Lil Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> he's doing his it's, rap thing. It's too. Kind of, yeah, he's throwing it's down, kind of dude. I was I wasn't sure where to go with it at first. Uh-huh. No. I heard him actually freestyle. So, it's did you guys like... ever see his like before he put out like a record or anything? Like, did you ever see he used to do Four Bar Fridays? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I don't yeah. know. He's got some flows. Yeah. I, I mean, like he's. I still feel like basketball is definitely of course like, should be his he's focus. amazing his at that yes. so right. maybe make yeah. sure you don't take any focus away but like uh, i like uh, that he's also like think about how busy he is with all the oh, stuff he I mean, does right. mm-hmm. with basketball or whatever like i don't he feel needs like release. he's one of those people that's just like i'm also gonna put out a record because you know you've heard i mean didn't Shaq make some music yes he did yes he did yeah we'll leave that alone yeah we'll leave that alone that's a whole now. other jar <laughs> um, but Shaq. you know i feel like he really does put passion into his music and and um, I think, you know, you got to think about the amount of energy that he's got to take yeah. to also do that and to also put passion into that mm-hmm. because he is all in basketball. He's all in his family. And then to be able to take time away and, and make sure that he gets his music into, I think, is really pretty sweet. I don't, I don't have a thing for Dame at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, not at all. No. Couldn't tell. Cool. Um, so, so obviously as a hip hop aficionado yourself is, mm, is, is you. A tricky word. Well, no. Well, I mean, okay, I would say. We'll call, I, I'll, I'm a head for sure. I'm a hip hop head for sure. Yeah. Okay, but 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 you've 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 already specified underground stuff. Yeah. And yeah. so what do you what do you think about the new like kind of mush mouth? Oh, it's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Like thing so, trap thing. So is happening. here's the thing. Like I, part of it is I just think I'm um you know music. Music changes with the generations and stuff like that, but that's a little disappointing, right? Because right. like if that's what the kids are I listening to, this like oh like what. And it's what? the same. Fl- it's, it's the, the same, same flow. flow. It's the same beat. I swear to God. And some of them, oh yeah. I'll even steal one of my favorite rappers' lines. Like some of y'all even got the same name. Like there's, there's yeah. a lot of stuff going on. And and then to also throw into there, like for my personal taste. So the stuff that I listen to, a lot of people call like a nerd rap, but like. There's a story. Brother Ali. Absolutely, Brother okay. Ali. I just got to, man, I just got Atmosphere. to VIP Brother Ali. That's, <sighs> stop it. You're speaking my language. Damn. I'm Rhyme right. Sayers. We're there. For life. Uh, for real. Um, yeah. I've flown to Minnesota two times, was going to go this year, but the lineup was a lot of mumble rappers. So oh. I didn't, but they put on a sound set every year. And it's Brother Ali. It's, oh, my. Aesop Rock, if you ever listen to this, marry great, me, yeah. please. I just think our weirds match up. But um, Aesop Rock, Brother <laughs> Ali, Atmosphere, um, Idea, Rest in Peace, um, but DJ yeah. Abilities, his DJ. Yeah. like Most Def. Most Def, even though most, I'm a little upset with you right now. Right because now, yeah. Because I was supposed sure. to go to that show, and then you just said, nope. So oh, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that. But yeah. the thing about you know the atmospheres, and especially Aesop Rock, like, there's a story, there's lyrics, there's enunciation. And yeah, they might be talking about girls and drugs and stuff, but like it's funny. It's with purpose. And it it's, makes you think. And it makes you think and, and, and you can oh, understand yeah. what they're saying. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's just like there's and and then you bring up Brother Ali and like I've I've been listening to these folks since I was like 16, 17, yeah. you know, and so they've grown up with their music and yes. I don't know if you guys have heard Brother Ali's newest record. If have. you haven't like, oh my God, it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. There's no cursing. Part of that yep. is his more wow. transition into his Muslim uh, livelihood and lifestyle and I, I respect that. It's not pushy. It's not in your face. I'm not religious. I'm yeah. nope. I'm yeah. as agnostic as they come but like yep, right. that record is so beautiful and so spiritual and it's a story and there are values and there is Sweet. emotion yes. and it's yeah. deep and the beats are banging. Shout out to Ant. Um, but beautiful. It's Hell just, yeah. I'm going to check that out. So yeah, that no. in contrast with this garbage. I'm sorry. I don't, I can't even deal with it. There's, like, there's, there's a, trash. there's, 
I, I never yeah, grew up. It's a, really, it's something. It's disappointing. It's, it like is. it hurts my soul. It hurts my little hip hop soul because right. Because I never grew up on hip hop. Good like, songs can, can be, be like, and music like can be, and like holy can be so shit. Good. Oh god, and it for really that, can if, be. If, if people amazing. don't dig and don't uh, find stuff like what Rhyme says are doing, right? If they I've seen fucking Snoop Dogg mimic them. Y'all know about like Lyrics Born down from the Bay and stuff. If you don't know about Lyrics Born, like get in there too. Like. These quantum MCs, versatile. Yeah. Shout out to versatile here in the Northwest. Heard, yeah, on quantum right, yep. from the Lifesavers, him and Jumbo, and like these cats have bars and they have lyrics and there's uh, there's there's substance. And so it's sad to me because when you say hip hop, the folks that are like, yeah. ugh, gross. Hip hop is so ew. I can't listen to it. That's what they're referring to. Is that is trash that's out there? Yeah. If you don't dig and you don't or you don't have somebody to bring to you the quantum. Uh, record so, labels so, and the rhyme series record labels. Mm, <sighs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I hate, I hate they having gotta be to call different I hate, genres. Right? I hate having to call Brother Ali hip hop because of the the stigma that but, is around it. But isn't that isn't Fetty that Wap, isn't like, it, but isn't Fetty Wap and shit like that trap rap? Isn't it, is it also trap. the same? Is it, trap? it is trap? But I think that it, like the folks that the, the audience that I speak to that uh, is like of course just kind of anti everything rap. If you want to put uh-huh. everything into like a rap genre, uh-huh. that's what they relate to. That's what they hear is the Fetty Wap and the trap and the mumble rap mm-hmm. and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And I mean, I don't know. I've watched some things. I'm sure y'all know all about Viceland. Yeah. There's a whole okay. episode about um, lean and like trap music came from I, okay. the coding and whatever yep. crazy yeah. crap. Yeah, no, folks I, are doing. I, I actually and saw like, that trap music is made to listen to while you're like high on coding cops or up. Like it's not. Yeah, yeah I don't it know. Just, it just, it's not it just, no, it's, it's, no, it's not, it's not classy music. music. Well, and That's so, a good way to, and, and so, <laughs> so like I never yeah. grew up on, on hip hop sure. at all. Sure. Like I was Y'all so far. I kind of did. Y'all didn't get all the hip hop <laughs> in a weird, weird way. No, no, there my was. My dad was a DJ. There it just was. wasn't in your world. Yeah. Yeah. Not in uh, my world. Sure. I was classic rock and country uh. and, and, and country like highwaymen right country the other record i almost grabbed right right (laughs) before and and and, and so between classic rock and that and then discovering rock and metal and stuff of of, i didn't discover and honestly it was eminem being a white boy you know like he may not be my favorite but i have mad respect for eminem and he did bring a lot of well what he what he brought me on to and kind of set a bar for is and i don't like all of his stuff either but rap that you can, he says something, he has a meaning to yeah. most of his most rap, of and you can understand every word he right. says. He's, he is a lyricist. And, and, and so that set the bar for me. Mm-hmm. And in any other thing I would hear subsequent after that, if it wasn't intelligent bars or if it wasn't understandable, mm-hmm. I was like, okay. No. I can't listen to it. Right. And so then I would I would hear old Snoop, I would hear mm. Twista, I would hear all these old Tupac. things. Of, of, yeah, all yeah. you know, all of it, all of it. Yeah. I I don't have to go down the line. No. And and you know, while the rhymes I could tell the the stanzing of the of 80s, sure. late 80s, early 90s kind of rap slash turning into yep. gangster rap and stuff, the the way the stanzas are I, I don't dig so much. Sure. It's it's a little not. I don't want to say slower. It's Some just of it can be yeah for sure. There is the, an evolution where where the There's, syllables fall yeah. into the beat. For I guess sure. it's yeah. it's almost sure. seems like it's all. It almost seems like it's all on beat. You know what I mean? It's all on the one. Yeah, there's and, no uh, differentiation uh, sometimes, and I think like 
yeah, like some of my like the old school stuff that I love, like there's there's a shift in like kind of the late nineties and into the two thousands and that's when like the yin yang twins started doing stuff. And Wu-Tang, I mean, yeah, you know, Wu-Tang, it's like all... big up to you guys making all kinds of money. Like I mean Wu okay, Wu Tang knows my stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. That's but like Yin Yang twins started coming out in, like early two thousands and that's right. when all the beats started sounding the same. Like, right. you know, and the, just mm-hmm. before that, like you had like Timberland kind of trying to put out some new sure. stuff. Missy Elliott does some really out there stuff. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, like they were trying to, to keep coming with a new sound because that was the thing that I fell in love with with, with hip hop and stuff and, right. and R&B is that you yeah. keep coming up with something kind of new and then, you, like I said, you get that kind of branch off that started happening of the uh-huh. same kind of beats. Like everybody just wants to shake their ass in the club. So it doesn't really matter if this song and that song have the same beat because nobody's really listening to what I'm saying right. anyways. And there was that, that's when my heart started to break for mainstream hip hop was when yeah. it, when it became apparently and blaringly clear that it was no longer mm. about telling a story and, you know, being scene. innovative. It was about, it, well, I'm gonna well, say it. It was about money, and yeah, it was about yeah. what people would want to hear well, in the club and what they'd request on the radio while they were getting ready to go out. On see, the that's yeah. that's a hundred percent culture because I mean, you can look across the board at country, yeah. and and you can look at new Every, rock. Everything Every, has evolved. Everything it, it has, has has just. Well, ah, and what ooh. what what bummed me out was you know in in the 2002, 2003, 2004 range. By the the stuff that was becoming popular at that time, in uh, it made me just cast it out. Yeah, like I I, I exactly. was just like, there's nothing of value anymore no, to hit. That's to, when and, I stopped listening to. But the whole but the yeah. whole time it's I didn't realize there were guys like Atmosphere, like Brother uh-huh. Ali, who were being called underground at this yeah. point, and that wasn't a term that I knew. Sure, right, and and sure. Because it was underground. Right, right. <laughs> right. I guess, yeah, you're Alaska. right. <laughs> but, but, and then, you know. it w- it wasn't still living in Alaska, but it wasn't until like 2010, that 2011, actually, like, 2012 that, that, here that, oh, I, yeah. that, that I just met people who had heard it. Right. And they would go, dude, check this out. Yep. And, and then it, it was, it blew my mind. Like, it, honestly, right. it, it changed. It's an awakening. <laughs> See, I was lucky. Like, my dad, yeah. my dad was a DJ and he did all nice. the school dances. So, like, what all the kids, and I had an older sister and she, like, he did dances for her and even before she was in high school. So, my dad was always like pretty current on all the new music that, the, sure, that sure. the kids would want to listen to. So, like, we had like rap around the house and stuff. And, like, um, and it was like, I don't know what my dad was getting, what the kids were listening to wasn't actually like explicit at this time, kind sure, of, you know? Sure. Um, and then like, I started kind of like listening to like the more like dancey, like kind of naughty by nature, I think, yeah. you know, has a good dance. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, and then I just started getting, looking into it. And then like LimeWire started yeah. and like Napster, things like that. <laughs> yeah. Like that was a crazy, And that's where it was, is like, I'd find the featured artists and kind of dig. And then I discovered like freaking Slick Rick and, you know, like older rappers that oh, like yeah. told the story. And then that's really when I like just sunk into it was like listening to like where it kind of all came from. And then I was yeah. more interested in the backstories and, you know, I don't yeah. know. I fell in, love with freaking uh dr dre right you know what i mean i really like his so much he changed (laughs) the game he changed the game yet again Mm. um and that's the thing i think with hip-hop is like especially folks i mean you guys are a touch younger than i am Mm -hmm. but you know for folks in our age group like I think that we got to see a really cool evolution of hip hop. Yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a genre that we've been able to see, and I think that I've, you know, I've, I've had to just f- keep finding it. I couldn't let it go. I knew it was right. still out there. And honestly, mm. same thing though. You know, two thousand three, two thousand four. Um, and actually, I guess I was a little older when I started listening and finally found Atmosphere. Um, I 
this person that I met was like, oh, you like this kind of hip hop? Because he'd try and put like new stuff on. I'm like, ugh, garbage, stop it. He's mm-hmm. like, okay, what about this? And he played me um, God's Bathroom Floor from Atmosphere. Oh, and I yes. just fell down and was yep. like, what is, th- give all of that to me. Yeah. Like, Hell everything yeah. that Every has piece. ever oh, happened, yeah. uh-huh. I want it Well, honestly, all. the very first one that really broke through was Macklemore's very first album in 2005. 2006. 2006 yeah, he was you know he was working he was putting in work in yeah Seattle yeah and he was but doing but that work. was that was like him super underground like i don't want to call it you know maybe it is underground i don't you know, know i don't know, I don't know enough terms. about i don't know enough about macklemore to like he but just it kinda, was i didn't know about him until he yeah until he did this whole thing scene, but, but but there was there was a couple jams from an album back in the day mm-hmm. that i was just like it it, it emulated the kind of same I don't know, it's just there's, there's content. Intelligence. intelligence, there's intelligence, content, and, and, and like I said, even if you know that doesn't that doesn't mean to say that you can't do party rap. I mean, Prof is another person that like, and honestly, so he's on Rhyme Sayers as well. He's with the, yeah. he's with Atmosphere and all them. And like the first time I heard him, like I kind of like had my old lady on. I was like, oh, I don't know about this. It sounds too, mm, I don't know. Sure. But then like I started listening to him, and he's funny and he's clever, and he'll say ridiculous shit, and he'll talk yeah. about girls and talk uh, about doing drugs and stuff and whatever. But it's still like in a funny and a clever way. Way. And right. it's party rap. Like, there's nothing wrong with having like fun. Yellow Wolf yeah, is the other exactly. type, right? It doesn't have to all be this super deep. You know, I don't mean for it to sound like it needs to be all this super intellectual stuff. But like, of course, have a message, have a story. Show Even you, if you're telling me about you getting drunk mm, and passing out in the yard you know, last there weekend, is a like, new, tell me the story. Show though. you me put engaged. thought into yeah. it. Like, there is a yeah. new rapper that I actually think is pretty talented and clever at putting stuff together, and uh, Bob. I don't know if you ever know Bob, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's freaking pretty He's not, good. like, super new. but No, 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 no. He's not. No, no, but, he's but, got, but he also uh, has a I, unique style. I came style. in late to him. No, it's, but he's got uh, a unique style as well. And I'd say he has some party rock songs. He does. He's got some party rap songs. Um, there's a lot of cats coming up that are just doing really cool things. Um, Odyssey. Uh, is another dude that y'all should check out if yeah. you haven't. He's making some really conscious hip hop, and his backing band conscious. is conscious. That's the good word to put behind it. Conscious, um, and yeah. it's it's beautiful. The backing band is beautiful. His lyrics are beautiful. Like there's some there are folks out there doing some really amazing things. There's just sure. unfortunately a lot of folks out there making a lot of money making garbage. Yeah, yeah. and that's you know. The more Sex. shit you have in your teeth, the more it sells, I guess. I guess so. Because you can't understand the, more, the words. Yeah, the more, the more I can't understand you, the better it is, I guess. I just, That's, I don't know. It's tough. It's mm. tough. It's tough Tough for a hip-hop fan it's, um, right. right now. Cause, I think it's tough for even being a hip-hop artist right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. A real hip-hop artist. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, but I do. It's tough for any why I freaking started because I was like, dude, anybody can do this shit now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I was like, yeah, yeah. I look ridiculous like, while I, I rap, this. but I'm gonna do but, it. Sh- boy, you sure sound better than any of that garbage. I'll tell you what, I listen to that all day before I listen. We to have that, right? we, we, we we made alter egos and and I like pseudonyms, it. and then we started just this white this rap. Thing I was thinking about like getting it. a Twitter and an Instagram and everything. I really yeah. feel like you should. Like I would follow <laughs> you on all the social media if you like, just like she's naughty. Yeah, I would and, follow Shiznati. Shiz, Shiznati and MC Young Lil. It's all the- MC Young Lil. Oh my god! Seriously, I'm saying got better game, got better better things to say than most of that crap you hear on the radio. Beautiful. So well, it. hey, let's. Uh, this is awesome, man. I'm having such a blast so far. Yeah. Let's 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 turn into the second song. Yes. And then uh, come back and have just see where it goes. Yeah. Have some more, more prints. More prints. More prints. Here, you guys. Um, there's this thing that happens when you look up into the sky and uh, these little birds fly across. 
and they might cry. And I want you to get prepared for this. <laughs> wow. It's a real message, guys. It happens. It's, it's true. Sometimes this happens. Sometimes this is what it sounds like as well. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Talk about an intro that you're just like, oh yeah. Darkly simple this song is compared to Purple Rain. <laughs> Equal. It's raw, dude. <laughs> so good. I love the robot voice.
That's what drugs sound like. Keyboard solo. God damn. <laughs> like, holy shit. <laughs> like, fuck this. That's amazing. Like, leave it to Prince to right. pick, yeah. like, d- a dove, like, a, a, yeah. the, the creature of, like, the symbol of peace known, you know, like, kind of internationally, I'd say, like, sure. throughout. And, like, make it sexy. And, yeah. and kind of like, yeah, right? He, I just. Anthropomorphize he, it a bit. Like, the, yeah. the, the, the key, you know, or the like, keyboard solo at the end is a flock of doves oh, flying. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, like when Definitely. it goes, dude, when it just, when it And how they run and go back down and run back up. You know what I mean? Yeah. How it's going. That's the birds just moving. It's or uh, each of them individually taking off too, okay, as he runs sure. up and yep. back down and off. I like it. Sure, like holy crap, man! You know, and that's the thing. Like, Such Prince, beautiful Prince will take some things that are not generally sexy and make them sexy, and like you just kind of going, "How did I just like get turned on by this?" Um, there's a song that like is kind <laughs> of a like. It's it's I think is one that uh, my buddy sent me that was actually released after he passed and is it's it's like he says something like every time you catch a singing in the shower you should go and get a flower no matter what the hour and rub it on her back rub it on her back and you're like yeah prince but then you're like wait hold up because right. if I'm in the shower right and your ass comes in and just starts rubbing some freaking flower like all right. over all I don't know how like sexy, in the shower yeah, like I don't yeah. know like I mean I guess you could make it sexy right, but like right. I don't oh, well, think okay, anybody would have just thought about that it right. only right. would have been a thing because Prince was like yeah just go doesn't matter what the hour just go and get a flower and just rub it all over her back while she's in there like what okay but right. <laughs> so so that that brings right. me to two things I love it <laughs> Let's get into this. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> we're no, gonna this, really this analyze this really, I love okay, it. So he, can do what he's so he obviously, he obviously was just in one of his cribs <laughs> and had a lady in a shower right. showering, uh-huh. and he's like, "Man, she in the shower." I'm gonna go. I'm gonna just go. Oh, grab look that at those! Rose. Look at those flowers. Right. 
Right. Flowers. This should be a song. <laughs> no, and and no, so he, maybe. he, you know, he got up, <laughs> he went, it. clipped it, went, and and just rubbed her back. And she was like, "Oh my god, yes!" Because it's Prince, right? Of course. And yeah. so you're um, beautiful. So so now beautiful. So now I have to ask this question: If you're in the shower, uh huh, and. <laughs> You are like if if you're mid if you're mid right, conditioner like, yeah, right? right you're mid conditioner uh-huh, uh-huh. and and you're going through your la- your your second lather before right, rinse cycle right. and someone comes in and just pokes you in the back with a flower like what it, yeah so like the there's poke? actually like an inside joke between me and, and Dylan by my friend and bass player about this because he's the <laughs> one that like brought the song to me and uh, he and uh. I have had this conversation and I, he was like <laughs> Good. he was saying it to me and I said what th- to answer your question mm. I was like man what what are you doing are there aphids in there what are you doing but then, but then so the joke between Dylan and I is because Dylan would be like nah man Prince would have been like girl I ain't talking about no aphids. You know, like, so anytime anybody thinks oh, about anything, I ain't that's talking our, about no aphids. Talk, girl, I don't talk about no aphids. No so, aphids. Yeah, no, that's like going to become a perfect little sound clip for our show. Good. I hope you understand. <laughs> we girl, girl, I ain't talking about no aphids. I hope so. <laughs> we'll use it. Um, perfect. <laughs> but yeah, so like, I mean, in general, like, no, I wouldn't really be into that. But like, if this is Prince, like, we talk about yeah. who, who are we talking about. There's a few okay. right. Exactly. Like, okay. Like, so yeah, whatever. Exactly. So there's a certain level where it's acceptable. Because like. Anything involving them in the shower would be cool. Okay, not necessarily so, like that flower in particular. Okay, but so check this out. Check this out. So, so if I get this correctly, if you're in the shower, no matter at what part of your shower procedure you have, and no matter if, what the hour, and no matter the hour, if Prince walks in with the flower, you're fine. It's fine. It's fine. Now it's cool. cool. Now, <laughs> yeah. Aesop Rock if it's, walk in, if it's that not, would also be fine. Now if it's, if it's not one of those, if two it's not one of those two. What is the preferred hour and what part of the shower <laughs> right. would make the flower acceptable? acceptable. True. Because um, that, that's the real, like, right. would it have to be like, you just got off work? Maybe you're, maybe you, like, you just. I'm thinking like work. post-workout, like. I'm and you like haven't even in. lathered yet. No. And then like, because I'm going to need to wash the aphids. Right. Yeah. It, like, <laughs> right. That's it. So that's it. Sure. it. Don't be like post-washing because then I got to do it all over again because mm. you and your flower escapade. So <laughs> that's like, it. you know, Beautiful. I think beforehand is optimal yeah. shower time for flowers. Yeah. Okay. Thank okay. you, Prince, for that. Yeah, Thank that you. was a beautiful oh. little segment there. <laughs> That's going to be one of our, our, when we get to our 100th episode, I'm pretty sure that might make <laughs> our, one of, because oh, yeah. we did, about no so for our, for, <laughs> for our 50th episode, we had a bunch of um, f- favorites that we went through and just picked some favorites and we it's had like sound bites. Se- segments called like Super Douche. Or sciency, <laughs> or pick one, and play. or poop sense. Oh. Okay, yeah. So let's okay, let her yeah, pick one. Yeah, you oh got to pick one. So there's there's five. Oh there's my gosh, Five right okay. there. It's those five: more women, super douche, sciency, poop sense, and death. And those. I want more women. More. I mean, like I would like to okay. play. I was like, oh my gosh, I said let's, more let's women. I play more, more women. Ready? <laughs> what? <laughs> Ready? I was like, I said more women. I want more women. We just want some women on our podcast. We just like a female voice every once in a while to state how she feels. Because sometimes I feel like I'm unsensitive and I like being sensitive, okay? And when we're on the road and we're hustling steeds, we sometimes just, you know, have needs. It's true. Sometimes we need to make a little a call to our lady friends and say, hey, I need your voice. I need you here. And then we hear me. So even in the podcast, we need a lady voice out here. 
Yes, we do to just even the keel, if you will. Ooh, that was smooth. Just like our women. Truth. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, that was a call. oh man! I'm so glad we had that. I, I'm so glad that I <laughs> so chose that one. I'm glad yeah, as well. Right. It no, was good, was, actually. So we we how many episodes did we go without we, having a, a, a female? The first the first female we we went almost thirty episodes oh without having a female. Not who, for lack of trying. That's yeah, a lot not, of sausage not for, party. It is. It was it was bad. And um, the longest. Studio, so so this is actually the the third rendition of our studio. Okay. Before. We had set it up because we weren't planning on having guests okay. ever in doing this at first. <laughs> so we set it up in like the tiny third spare bedroom. And we actually had it set up where I was in one corner with this desk and all the stuff on it. This was in a little closet. And then he had the drum set and the keyboard set up around him. And he would be playing drums and oh keyboard and stuff. And and so we didn't have any room for activities and <laughs> no room for playtime and Literally. and it, and if we were like me and him talking to each other we were like there's oh instruments gosh. between Cra- us there and oh there were gosh. instruments and there was just no cohesiveness and then we no we, chi no no dao nothing yeah. aligned yeah. and we the, had the to, feng shui was all messed and, up in there and so then it. then we decided to rearrange it we moved stuff out of that room we rearranged the same room to accommodate cuz like man we're starting to get guests in here so we tried to right. make it better and it was better but we still had stuff between me and him and it just, just didn't, and so and... then we had guests coming to stay here and we're like, well, we have to get the third bedroom ready for right. people to actually stay in the room. So we moved in this, and now this is like the shit. We this think. is the this home. Is awesome. Well, it's, it's a good until like, we chill space. we were in yeah. until we can actually get a studio because right. like that, that's the idea. We want to get we want to get yeah. a building that's just like you know you walk into. There's a foyer. There's sure. like. Uh, just time and stuff. Yeah, headquarters where, where people do podcasts. Like, right. right. Yeah, but, sure but someday. This, but, I don't know. This has a lot more character. It's though. pretty homie. Well, like, we want to. <laughs> I want to emulate this as much as we can. Mm-hmm. But gonna, we want. Are you going to Wayne's World it? So you're going to just like bring your <laughs> whole setup like to the studio. Yeah. I dig it. Maybe I dig it. we just want the table. The the idea okay. around a table, like because yeah. con- the the thing is, is like you had said, we're times now are like pretty weird yeah. and stressful and yeah. and the idea of nuance in a conver- being allowed in a conversation at all is kind of disappeared yeah it, it, most people are black and white in the way they want to talk about ideas or in or facts sure. like you know it's they already have their opinion and it's kind of like this is where i am and, totally. and you can't Ish. not be that way and and that's well you can i'm just saying that's their idea you can, right. so I, we like the idea of a table and and sitting around and talking around yeah. a table and trying to bring conversation back to conversation totally. to listening and mm. you know it's not like we're fucking pioneers in this idea <laughs> yeah, there's, right. a, there's no, a hundred but, but there is a very distinct lack of conversation like you said uh, and tables have like traditionally brought people you, know, you sit it. around the dinner yeah. table you sit around the table and you talk because you're facing each other right uh, and, uh, and especially in this day and age like you don't do that like no. i was watching the show and um it, it was it was some horrible like real like catfishing type mm, situation sure. or whatever okay. but this girl <laughs> was talking about she her mom was like she's you know the girl's like 24 she's gorgeous right and um she's getting 
played around with by this dude in this like dating app and uh, the mom's like i just don't understand you're a beautiful and like not just by i'm your mom standards like you're a beautiful yeah. in your 20s young lady why do you need these apps to meet people like what the hell and she's like well mom people my age when we go out we can i could be in a room full of 100 people but we're all on our phones and i'm still alone and yeah. it's so true. Like yeah. people, Fuck. when they go and do stuff, they're still not doing yeah. stuff. They're still true. like engaged, engaged in something in, else. In, in, it's, in, like their phone it, yeah. almost 99% of the time, yeah. you know, and I'm all about these rules of like everybody's sitting down. Like if we go out to dinner together, like let's all put our phones in the middle of the table. Like, right. That's it. Nothing. Yeah. Why are that. we here? Why first... are we bothering to be out and in socializing? The first one to pull their phone out. Pays for pays the check. For the check. Yeah. If yeah. no one pulls it out, or, we split the meal. Right. Whatever. Right. But like you gotta have. That'd be I, awesome. I, I, it it kind of makes me sad. It does. That we have to have those kind of. I things. love that I rule. Still, I love that rule. It, though, it is sad. Let's let's interact. But, like you know, and and it 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 is it goes in the same vein as we you were kind of we all talked about earlier as music is changing with the times. Mm-hmm. The way humans interact are changing with the times. I mean, <clears throat> you know, and the it, way humans interact with music. Like, but all okay, of it. Uh, you guys are in a band, right? You guys are on definitely. stage. How many people in your crowds are standing there with their phone? Dude. Like, and we're, I'm like, I'm not famous. Like, okay, when I went to see Brother Ali, even at that, okay, I got to like VIP do all this stuff. I was like mm-hmm. mind blown the whole night. Beautiful. I took like maybe 15 seconds of video because I couldn't That's it. not be there and be engaged. But, you know, maybe if I'm seeing somebody that I'm just like, oh my God, I'll take my favorite song a few little seconds. But, you know, you're on stage. How many yeah. people are out there just like oh, watching you through their phone? It's and, ridiculous. And, and, it There's is. no real reason. Okay. They're not going to go back and listen I went, to that, right? I went, like, I went and saw... So, is... so the, here was two crazy things. I went I went and saw Metallica play live awesome. at the Moda Center. And I was down on the field... Or not the on Moda the Center. Floor. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. At uh, CenturyLink oh, okay. in Seattle. Oh, we drove nice. up to Seattle. Metallica played at CenturyLink. Awesome. I was down on the field where the Hawks play, which was fucking cool anyway. Right. Because yeah. Packers have played on that field. And it's pretty. I, I stood in the end zone. Aaron Rodgers scored a touchdown in. So <laughs> that's, that's all good. Anyways... Um, I used to love James Hatfield's voice. That's why I, I, yeah. I still love it. I still think Dude, I do. I just they're, don't hear it. They're so fucking good, man. Awesome. Like, they right blew... Now, they, yeah. Today, still, on the there was some album they came out with. Like I feel like early in like the two thousands, where I was Saint like, Anger, two thousand one. Guys doing two thousand one. Yeah, I was you like, hated, don't do it. You hated Saint Anger. I was like, don't do this. You are the only one. And I and like yeah. I mean, I've gone. I listen to a lot of different stuff. I'm definitely. I wouldn't consider myself like a metalhead, but like Metallica is like. Oh, yeah. That's some stuff, it's man. Your shit. And I heard that and was like, "Why are you doing this to me?" <laughs> oh, yeah. so, so they've so since that album, they've come out with two albums since then. One in two thousand eight, which and was Death better? Magnetic. Death which Magnetic was, was beautiful. Oh, Death God. Magnetic was a beautiful thing. And their newest album, which is um, uh, Self-wired to self, hard, hardwired, hardwired to, to destruct. Self, yeah. Hardwired to self destruct. And it, I have it in there actually. Um, the, it's it it's amazing. It is actually awesome. Music, like, mm. listen. I honestly say, I just go listen to I Hardwired. The, the, the album's yeah. called Hardwired. Totally. Their single is called Hardwired. Um, and but the whole album is crazy. They go, they go into some really unique yes. writing styles. They have a couple nice. songs that don't sound anything like they've ever written songs before. I like it. Is but that not, what they were playing, or is that what they were touring with when you saw them? Up yeah, yeah. So they're on their Hardwired tour. Okay. Um, they're they're Worldwired, is what they called it. Worldwired makes sense. And so they they did they were on that tour, and it was the second to last stop of the tour period. Wow. 
was in Seattle. And so we were in there. It was completely sold out. There was so cool. 50 plus thousand fucking people. That's so cool. I don't know what capacity of CenturyLink, but minus a third of it because they were stage was blocking sure, part of sure. the, the mm-hmm. whole stadium. So, but it's just the hawk's nest. That was the only part that was covered was gotcha. the hawk's nest. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and I I took vi- before them was Avenged Sevenfold, which is a pretty cool band yeah, to see. Yeah. And, and they were but so I took video of them a little bit. But then as soon as Metallica came on, my it's phone like, was nope. just in my pocket, and I was like, "Not a concern. I, 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 <laughs> I don't have fo- I don't have any photos or anything no. on me because it's all in here." And I'm like, "I'm what I told myself was, if I would have been in 1988 and watching them play." They're at their peak, right? In 88, 89, 90, 91. In any of that time, I would have had no way to video them. I right. would have had to, I would have had to only remember it. So I went into it knowing that I'm just gonna watch Metallica. Well, you're just you're engaged, you're submerged in the experience. And like, I just, I don't know, I get it. And I can't say that I don't ever take video, but honestly, when I do, I like put my hand up, I make sure it kind of looks okay, and then I'm sure. still like watching it yeah. it just breaks my heart to see people like watching experiences through their but phone. you said the right yeah, thing is, is, is how, how often are you gonna actually go back never. and watch the video again right right never ever like no yeah it's just not so i took now a- i have videos of prince when i went to go see him yep i have i have rewatched those yeah, of multiple course. times of course. but that's the exception not the rule when when uh-huh. i when i when i i watch rush play on on the R their R forty tour, which cool. they're the last tour they're ever going to be on. Yeah. They're never going to tour again. So yeah. I I took videos of them, um, just because I could always forever watch that that, and I have gone yeah. back. But yeah. Metallica, I didn't take any because I'm going to see them again. They're yeah. gonna they're gonna do another tour. Yeah. I know it. Hell yeah. And like, but the what I was going to get at is after the the show when Metallica ended. They had this huge fireworks display that shot up above the stage cool. and were doing things and they blew up in the sign the Metallica sign like awesome. like crazy choreographed and there were people just videoing the fireworks and I'm like what you're are, what are you gonna do with that you're videoing fireworks and you see them you saw them at the Fourth of July you see them at New Year's you see them like what are you why right I mean, maybe the Metallica sign thing because that's kind of cool but like even at that like. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do with that? Yeah. You're not gonna do nothing. You're you're just not being engaged. People don't know yeah. how to right. it's the same Well it's like it's for like the chance of now. like it's almost like for a chance. Could it, yeah, could it, it like go viral? Right. Yeah. Could, could it go, go viral? viral? Yeah, maybe or, it'll go viral. Yeah. Really? Right. No. No, I mean okay. Like I'm I took, sure this, yeah. I took I some know. videos and I did put That's them out whatever. there of um I went down to the Oregon State Fair and they had those like dog jumping cup like where they jump into the pool of water to like okay, cool. things. Oh that, well I put that shit all over yeah. Snapchat because Hell I, yeah. but that was because it was adorable and like oh, all my course. friends are dog lovers. Like uh, then uh, yeah, like something like definitely. oh this is adorable and fun and maybe people will, like Beautiful. see it. Sure. Exactly. But like just, right. just stand there and not uh, uh-huh. That's too much. Yep. Too much conversation is no. uh, unfortunately lost. It, well, that's a, yeah, it is. Con- the, and and you know, sticking. You have to be able to be open to ideas, change your ideas, understand like that. That we've kind could... of been on a conversation kick the last couple of yeah. weeks, actually, on the podcast. It's been crazy. It's just been so talking about it. fucking important, man. It is, and I mean, I. I just feel like, yeah, people don't well, understand the importance of it. And if you don't interact, you don't get tone. Um, you know, uh, to like, you know, at work, I've got somebody that I work with. There's a group that we work with that when we have meetings over the phone, even, mm-hmm. and that's not even digital, but just like not in person, not face to face. It literally could be a completely different group of people than yeah. when we talk 
in person and get together. It, we yeah. have, we're so much more productive and efficient Definitely. and it's just like, and then you take that to the digital age of just being on your phone or being on the computer all the time. And you don't have that. You don't have that inflection. You don't have the tone. You don't have the eye contact to see if somebody's like maybe going through something else. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like are they somewhere else in their brain? Right. Or are they just or like going through the motions? they're engaged in the conversation, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you and know, it transfers. That right. stuff that, is so important. What's their just, buy-in? Like, are they actually with right. you? Right. You yeah. have none of that. It's just all no. taken out and it's just all black and white. And I just, I've mm. never been one to feel like working in black and white no. is efficient Me to neither. anyone. It's not. Really. It's not. You can't tell someone's mood like when you're texting. Yeah. Very few things you know. in this life are one or the other, right? Like no. there's right. always there's some n- kind of like middle ground, almost always some, right. there's yeah. some kind of a way to compromise. And so um, I just, I have a real hard time with folks that are just like, no. Well, and usually for anything, there's multiple causes. And so sure. you, you look on the news or you see anything like even talking about just natural weather events, the hurricanes and the stuff that's happened sure. to Houston, the Irma coming sure. to Florida and the, the craziness that's happened down All there. All of our fires here. All, all, yeah. all of our, the no, dryness, no. you know, and the lack of well, rain coming with but it. But how, how, how it's portrayed on the news, even between makes, stations, it makes it seem like either oh, there's no problem at all, or the world's oh, ending. The our we're, our poor, our town's going to literally burn down right. to the ground. It's, we've, it's, we're, uh, we've lost everything. Or man, no, everything's fine. Right. The the like point of like I'm going to actually like give the information without the spin yeah. is gone. And like even our local stuff, like you said, it's like, yeah. wow. I mean, I, and even right now I had to go to Facebook and go look and see like what the status was of the fire. Like I'm in Denver thinking like, oh my gosh, I mean, I live, you know, it's not super close, but I'm like 15 miles from where people are like on standby to evacuate. So right. as I'm in Denver, I'm like, just going to want to know, make sure nothing crazy is happening. And I have to go because now it's not the biggest news story. Now Irma's going to hit Florida. And so now that's all sensational in the news. And by all means, not to take anything away from Miami the, the might fact, be wiped the fuck out. Right. Like not to yeah. take anything away from that, but like, okay, but, but shit's still on fire right here, right, right now. Right. Could we also like, it's so like, this is the thing. And then this is the thing. And then it's this, like right. there the, it's, everything is such a distraction tactic uh-huh. that it used to actually, how do you just yeah. find the news, man? The, People's character used to be on the line right now. It's and, like, and, eh, it'll be gone. And it's on the internet uh, now. It'll be gone in a day anyway. Uh, so it doesn't really matter. Well, I you mean, know? I don't know. There'll it, be something new. It's, it's crazy that people's character doesn't really matter to be able That's, to get into the yeah. position that they need to be in. It just is circumstance. Well, people, corporations, and, like you said, news channels, if if mm. one wants to spin one this way and spin it the other way, like you said, it could be like, oh, yeah, there's still some smoke in Oregon, but it's cool. And the other one's like, the world is on fire and Oregon has turned into Mordor. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there's Those like, are some right. drastic changes. In What's how crazy is, is there are, guys. the whole <laughs> West Coast, there are over a thousand fires. It's insane. From California to The Canada. fire map is... I mean, the West Coast is on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Like, pretty much. Yeah. But people are playing it like it's this thing that's never happened before. Right. We and, have fires every oh, single summer. I've all, lived in the Northwest my entire life. And specifically, right. when you go out east where the Eagle Creek fire is going out that way, that's where we start to get into like the deserty part of Oregon, right? Like, hmm. it's dry. Trains start fires out in the Dells where my mom lives in between there and Hood River every year. They totally, like, that's why these are getting contained so well is yeah. because we're used to fires but yeah right. the the but, media has decided that, like, to grab they, onto it because well and they keep saying zero percent containment zero percent containment okay it's like well is they're it growing not, they're well yeah right 
Is it, is it growing? I get like 0% containment, but is that because like those badass firefighters are out there and they're like, they're not containing it, like shrinking it, but they're not letting it spread. Like, right. But exactly. that sounds so sensational to say right. 0% containment. You know, it's right. like, man, but yeah, it's not new. Maybe and, they're like, yeah. or, or maybe they're like, hey, it's moving east. There's nothing east of it right now. Why stop? Put our effort to fight it east. Well, and-, and that's a perfect example because I read two articles just this morning, like or in the last couple of days, because like I said, mm-hmm. I was away. I was just trying to kind yeah. of keep up, right? Yeah. So I read two different articles. I read one that's by like one of the meteorologists in town, and it really made sense, and he put some science uh, on it, which I always love when people yeah. apply science to things dude, and like there's fact and dude, things make sense and shit. Holy we are crap, a degree, right? a degree in uh, freaking fire science, right? So he's like talking about how the weather's going to infect it, affect it, and oh, and yeah. talking about like the after effects, like it's going to be okay. Yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah. gonna be beautiful and green and lush in a couple of years. This sucks and it's a little sad to see, but like it's okay. And then um so there was that article. And then there's one that's like, it's gonna blow east, Hood River's on evacuation, people need to be packing their shit, yada yada, get your farm animals, call your kids, call your wife, like figure this shit out, right? So and then there's another one that's like, hey, the firefighters just went and did like some pre-burning and cascade locks so that it'll stop the fire from moving east. Like that's the shit I want to hear, Hell right? Yeah. Like I want to hear the weather guy with like a degree in like the weather and how it's going to come in and affect the fires. And he's lived in the Northwest. He literally lives in the evacuation area. So mm-hmm. if he can be level-headed about it, right? Like, right. come on, guys. And I want to hear this is what the firefighters did to do it. I don't want to hear that bullshit in the middle of like, oh my God, everyone's on fire alert in Hood River County. Now, now Troutdale's right. fine, but Hood River, watch out, it's coming your way. Calm down and like, just tell me the facts so people don't right. really freak out. It's just, it's not safe. Have but- you seen those crazy people calling it the end times because there's like something that they can correlate a prophecy between the crazy surges there's going over way. the water and the there's, fires burning on the land. There's always a way to bring that, it back to like the Bible and, and the, like the prophecies and, and, and and the fact the that there was a, an eclipse at the same time that all of this started, like they oh, just oh, I just saw that too, and then <laughs> oh, I didn't like, see any of this. Yeah, they said that the eclipse preordains the fact that the water was going to crash the east and the fires. Because you burning. know, messes up the lunar shit and everything. Which yeah, it does affect the lunar shit, but like Kinda. that has nothing to do with the rain, dude. That and that has nothing, nothing to do with the, the freaking teenager that started the, the fire. Yeah, exactly. it's like really, yeah, that's exactly like, dude. The well, eclipse had nothing to do with the rain. The folks teenager. that are like it's end of days because it's just like the Bible, except for that. And I'm not, I, I'm not a, 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 an expert on this subject matter at all because, like I said, I'm agnostic. But I've done a little bit of reading and mm-hmm. just talked to somebody who was talking, saying, you know, they're saying, oh well, you know, it's on fire because Jesus said he, or, you know, God said he would never flood the earth again. I'm like, what about Houston? Because that's yeah. flooding. So if it's yeah. end of days, then he's a liar, right? Because right, right. I'll never flood it again. That's why the whole West Coast is on fire. But right. what about the other side, though, where there that's is like flooding? flooding. Right. But it's cool. Like I'll just use my Bible threat. to shield my eyes from that side right. of good the point. world right Very good now. point. Check yeah. out. We, we got we got privilege. We're going to share this with everybody right now. We've played it before, but I want to share it with you. We've got privilege to get this uh, commercial Straight, straight from the the Trump campaign trail. Oh God! Oh, I'm so excited. Oh. This is bad. It's good. No, it's good. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. At Trump University, we teach success. That's what it's all about. Success. 
Absolutely. Hello, my name is Philip Hyman, Director of Student Relations at Trump University of Gynecology. I help know students who are thriving for success on how to grow balls, where to put them, and on what field to play. I am Philip Hyman for Trump University. If you're going to achieve anything, you have to take action. And action is what Trump University is all about. But action is just a small part of Trump University. Trump University is about knowledge, about a lot of different things. Above all, it's about how to grab him by the pussy. Hello, my name is Rabda Klitoraz, financial advisor here at university. Whether you wish to enjoy the quickie program or the four-year bandage till the mascara runs master's degree, we got your back, Chief Lika. We'll have you singing like you're at Franklin. Your only obligation is a pet, your soul, and a Klondike bar. And in return, you will get absolutely no sort of accidental credential whatsoever. But you will be able to wake up every morning and say this, my friend. You'll say this. Good morning. Today, I'm very proud of myself. See, it's good. Yep. Trump University offered us one of their promotional packages. That's so kind of them. Trump University of Gynecology. That's it. Boy, that just sounds like my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could think of any no. place I'd rather not. <laughs> I know, right? No credentials. credentials. <laughs> I'll have you singing like Aretha Franklin. Oh my goodness! No, yeah. No, that's the kind of stuff that I feel like is is actually being put out as like real things yeah. right now. Like seriously, <laughs> like, and they think like, yeah, this makes me sound awesome. Like, <laughs> no, you sound like an asshole. It like, sounds terrifying. Every time you open your mouth, my skin crawls. Please that's stop. It. Yeah. Like, stop. Uh. It's bad, guys. It's, it's bad. It, it is. It is idiocracy in right? real time. If Trump had his way, his university would still be open, and it would be getting bigger right now. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, and they, you know, I, I don't want to like. The the problem is, is I'm not an expert on politics. Like, I'm not an expert on economics or anything like that. So. Anything I really like, we talk about is just speculation from of course only the stuff we're privy to, right? And and so we've been having this conversation about well, what news is real? Where do we find real information? Who can we trust? It's tough. And then you want to have a, a try, and as normal people who aren't privy to something, who aren't privy to any back information, who aren't trying to to you know like as just civ- civilians is for lack of a better word like. The conversations we have, the, we can only have them at the extent of the information we get, right? Right. So if and we're not fully getting all of the right, information from the get-go, true. If, how do we know if we're not spreading wrong information? Right. And so I, mean, I try <laughs> that to be sucks. really careful. Like I very that's, rarely like post or say anything. Yeah, I, that's um, definitely <laughs> because I don't take. I I have a really hard time with the news. Like by the time I wade through and feel like I found a source that I think is maybe like valid reputable then i'm just like so exhausted and frustrated by all the other shit i had to read to get there that like trying to really focus and glean the right information from it is tough so i try not to speak on stuff i don't that's know about but and so to like 
some things are just outlandish. Like, oh, when, yeah. you know, you right off the bat, it's like, really? Deny it. You can't. Uh, you know politics it away like it's, well it's uh, it's it's when when, when there are yeah. when there are when when there people are you know when there are news is about the bills that are being passed Ugh. or 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 things that are being talked about that is like all about supreme court decisions and things like that like i i really watch it with um ignorant eye i mean i don't i don't actually know like the like, direct impact of each of those or, things, or law, but we do, or or right. or, or the comp- like the crazy amount of statutes and things that, that which to, they that have deals to with, yeah. right? So, yeah. so we hear a law that goes this thing, this thing, this thing, and we're like, man, that kind of sounds like it could have bad implications. But they're having to write these things according to every other law. And they're looking for weird loopholes, right? Yeah. So, and there's a lot so of- when we look at them and go, "Man, that's weird," they're like, "Well, maybe that is the, literally the best law they could pass for the crazy amount of other laws we've already passed." Maybe. And and so on when I when I'm looking at laws and things like that, I don't, I don't, I don't even really like to think about that stuff too much. It's it's when it it affects people socially and all right. of a sudden and that's the thing we don't you don't have to know and be like super up on politics to see the hatefulness this is the most like that's homophobic transphobic brown mm-hmm. people phobic administration mm-hmm. uh, outwardly now no, trust and believe that all those old white yeah. men that have run this country before oh, yeah. were probably homophobic transphobic yes. and uh, racist however uh, they've had course. to at least pretend like uh-huh. You know, since the Emancipation Proclamation, had right. to at least pretend like they cared about everyone equally. He's just uh, thrown that shit out the window, right? Yeah, like, one hundred percent. I mean, trans people can't serve in the military. Are you kidding really? me? Yeah, what that's kind of hateful, ridiculous uh, bullshit is that? You want to talk about? We have the most. Sorry, I'll try not to get too no, far. No, 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 no. It's, alone, it's, but it's like, fucking gross. I love it. No, have, I love it. We're yeah, supposed to have the it. most like powerful, know. amazing military in the world, and we're supposed to be, you know, yada yada, the, just the best country ever. And you're not going to let people who are fully willing to die for this freaking country that yeah. is literally telling them that it hates them, and literally told them that to their faces when they elected this and president, they still join. and they still want to join, or they still want to serve, and now he's going to turn around and say they can't. Fuck yeah. you, dude. Right. That is the biggest piece they of garbage. Like if you, <laughs> if there's things that you can say, you know, I got a, a friend's mom who says, well, you know, the business is good and yada yada. I'm like, well, he hasn't even been in office for a year, but that's another story. Yeah. Okay. So you can, you can say that, but what do you say that does not defend what we are just talking about that doesn't right. defend not allowing Equality. trans people into the and military equity. Right. and equity and equality things that he's taking away yeah. you can you can throw that shit at me you can throw money at me all day i know he's about money i'm very oh, well aware that he know. knows about money but it's all, how right. do you then justify that piece though because boy that's extreme right it's, <laughs> i don't know yeah, i kind of have a theory like he might he he probably just knows people that are scared spend more money I don't know. And they work harder, maybe. Well, and that's come into place and push so, with 9-11, right? Like, the sensationalism of, like, being terrified. Like, this country yeah, has been told to be terrified yeah, since 9-11, right? right? I mean, time, and for a long, dude. even before that. But that for was, like, holy it's, shit. It's startling to realize that we're the only ones with crazy strict flight laws. Right. We're the only country in the world, in the world, 
with crazy strict TSA flight things. No other country. If you're flying out of it's another country, they traveling. don't check your shit. They right. just check it when they, we come you in check here. Coming in and like they make sure you didn't bring any like fruit that's gonna fuck up all their shit and whatever. And you didn't right, bring any true. crazy weapons and stuff. But like but, we're but, crazy about it. We are yeah. so limiting. One point five ounce bottles and and like in all the of Ziploc these bag and yeah, only three yeah, of them. Yeah, and and yeah. like. Are you kidding me? Like you could, they don't. No one else does that. No, no yeah. one else does no. that. And it's sensationalism. And it's it's, it's to f- keep us scared because, like you said, scared people spend money. Scared yeah. people I spend so. money on things that uh, uh, for a lot of reasons, things that make them feel secure and things that make them happy and things that make them feel comfortable. Right. Uh-huh. So if we keep everybody scared, now not to say that we don't need to be cognizant and aware and woke about like um, what's going on in the yeah. world and who's threatening us and who the real threats are in this country, which are mostly actually Americans, but. Whatever, right? So you can't, you got to think about the fact that all this stuff, all the stuff on the news, the fire, the flood, the tornado, the this, the that, and and bouncing around, like you said, like we talked about earlier, is to keep people scared and keep the economy busting. But I do want so. to not, to, to, really I, to really actually, I'm not to play the other side, but, no, no, you got to, but what we are still, even, even with all of this, and it kind of, I don't want it to sound like fear mongering is my biggest thing because we are still the safest we've ever been. Right. Oh, definitely. Like, like as humans on earth, period, we are the healthiest, the longest living, the safest. We have the most amount of pleasure with the least amount of work. Our quality of life is so much better. Our medical, I mean, you know, field is so it is more advanced than it's ever been. Yeah, you know, we, my we toe are. says so. Right, your poor little toe. Uh, I don't, yeah, my toe. We haven't even really talked much about the well, that's toe, okay. People can understand if they just see. look at my profile. Right, it's a <laughs> smash. But yeah, it's just you got to. But mean, we're the safest. A, we're the safest we we've are. ever been. So we are. while you know we have to keep that in perspective while we're complaining about what we what we're complaining sure. about. I mean, and, we're the safest as long as our president doesn't like bring us into like nuclear war, then we're kind of screwed. Right. And then but, it's instantly kind of, fucking <laughs> then all over. of that's a wash, but yeah, but yeah like, well, like you said, as far as the fear monger, that's bad for goes, his business. Too. As far as them keeping us scared, like if yeah. you bring it back to reality, but even we with are nuclear, still the most but, but, but we have to recognize even with nuclear war, the black plague in the, 800 to right. 1200s wiped out more people than live right. in the USA today. Right. Yeah, I mean, you I have mean, to, you have to look at the whole like, perspective. Like, and so whole... if we go back in time, like just disease alone wiped killed more people, people than right. our war could kill. Right. Yeah. It's very like true. that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. us going to war and this crazy thing that's happened, like it still is going to kill less people than just disease killed five, 600 years ago. True. But boy, and is that a good tactic to keep God, people scared and spending it, money? Though? Though. Oh yeah, because and like yeah. now it's all about dollars. Yeah, you know, know what? Because we are, we are, well, we could be super comfortable if know, everybody was happy waking up and walking outside and just looking at the great. Well, sunshine that's the thing is, where do you stand? Harvesting you, from the free their garden, market, right. the free market, or the controlled government? Because I'm, I'm of the opinion that we do, we need a small government. We don't need a yeah. big overseeing government, but. We do need government control of things. There needs to be Structure. government control of things. A government that listens to its people. To yes, a certain but extent, but it but is there to make not to bow to it, not to get paid from but it, it to can't, change it. Well, it can't. T- a government that cannot tell us what to buy. Right. A government that cannot tell us what to buy, but tells us what we need. Right, and gives right? us what we need, and provides gives, for gives us what we, us need, what we need, but can't tell us right. what to buy. But right now, we've got situations like the government so tied up in all the medical industry that a needle that somebody invented that could have saved hundreds of thousands of nurses' lives oh, yeah. 
is only in like two hospitals to this day. Yeah. Because yeah. the government regulates certain things about the medical industry. Or the and fact there's so that... much money being thrown around by lobbyists into the medical field that this thing that literally has saved all these people and could be saving thousands more Every, from accidental yeah. pokes and getting yeah. stuck and getting disease from people isn't out there solely because of money. That's the only reason. It's not because yeah. it's not safe. It's not because it doesn't work or isn't effective. It's because the contracts that hospitals have. Like, that shouldn't be a or thing. That's ridiculous. That, yeah. that MDMA being a Schedule 2 drug right. and is a available for drug testing is not tested as a help for PTSD in, nope. in veterans. Because our veteran crisis is amazingly right. st- steep well, in or even, suicide even rate. marijuana and THC, another Viceland sure. reference. Sure. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that episode, but he I goes did. and he's, uh, he, you know, these poor vets are talking about how the medications that the VA is giving them do not work. And they give you the same bullshit. Pill after pill after pill. After pill. After pill and everybody the same pills to try and treat this PTSD, right? And so these guys <sighs> go rogue and they start using cannabis to treat it. And- they get their families back. They get their lives back. Yeah. They get sleep back. They get a sense of well, calm there's, there's... that they've never had, and the VA is fighting it. And they have to. They lose their benefits, right? right. So if they find that they're using medical marijuana, uh-huh. they can lose their other VA benefits because they're going against the treatment that the VA yep. has given them. Like, uh-huh. like you said, our vet situation is there's atrocious. a there's a there's a there's a group in out of Southern California called um um oh man. I don't uh, know. Uh, 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 um, I can't remember the Not the Travis acronym. Mannion. No, no, no. Okay. I can't remember the acronym. It's an acronym for their study group, and they have they have done extensive studies, um, that with P- with MDMA mm-hmm. in just that. two to three sessions can alter brain state to the point where PTSD is no longer even right. a, a, a thing they have to cope right. with. Like like with cannabis and, and CBD use and things like that, it's it's just a, 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 a suppression method. Sure. They can actually rewrite with heavy doses, two to three sessions of heavy it's doses amazing. of MDM. But, but, but this isn't, this is, this is, this is, this is, see it as a mainstream this is, source uh, of you know, so this is, this is like a lab yeah. stuff. It's not street. Oh, fucking cool. ecstasy right. it's no, not it's, molly it's but it's it's and but it's yeah. you know so it's not but it's just psychoactive Chemically. i mean yeah. i mean they had the same the same thing with the harvard lsd studies in the 60s right. they were treating people from vietnam with right. lsd and they were getting the same effects and canned that with fucking yeah. nixon's fucking because drugs it doesn't make the money they don't want to fix uh, people they want to maintain people they, they want to keep them alive long enough to take their money and yeah. to keep them spending and to right. keep them in the system and that's the unfortunate thing with studies like that is that people could be cured cancer guarantee you could be probably cured right but it parts certain cancers certain cancers sure yeah. but we're not going to do that because no. those folks continuously getting sick, <clears throat> right. continuously being sick, propagates the need and, and shows mm. people, again, the fear tactic, hey, we need yeah. all of these cancer centers and all this medication and all this that's, money for uh, research because yeah. we can't. No, that's we can. definitely why chemo still exists. Absolutely. Yeah. That is the most <clears throat> harsh, horrible thing right. for a person's and, body. And uh, for for the, the one drug that they give almost every, doesn't matter what yeah. type of cancer, if you're on a chemo plan, it's the one drug and how does that i mean and does that make sense that you treat every single type of cancer the same way because to right. me that seems a little weird right uh, like, well yeah. radiation targeting along with the chemo and that stuff varies sure right sure but the same drug right 
all the time. Same mm-hmm. drug. They might cocktail it with a little uh, um, a, like MAOIs or, sure. or any other um, assistant thing because it knocks depending out your immune what, system. Yeah, so. and, right, right. And depending on what part of the body you have cancer with to help it absorb right. in, a, in the way that's most helpful, quote unquote. Sure. So they'll, they'll cocktail it with other things, but it's the same yeah. basic drug every yeah. time. And there are over 10 different medical co- or f- uh, pharmaceutical companies patented together on that one drug. Right. Over 10 different companies. Yeah. that's. It's that's not like awful. one company makes just the drug and sells it. It's 10 different companies have to make it. Right. Having to make the same, oh, to make one drug. To, the, for everything. Yep. Yeah, it's um, it's a shame. It's a shame. We could be a much more progressive um, country and community if yeah. we didn't let money rule the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Or we weren't still stereotyped into the belief that there aren't alternative cures to medicine. Right. Right. I mean, and and I'm not talking about like um, uh, like fake healer bullshit. No, like, but like definitely. things you know, that stones actually, don't cure you. But like things <laughs> yeah. that actually plant exist medicine, plant on medicine. this earth and yeah. existed in this earth and in our chemical makeup uh, yeah. that can heal you, which to me makes a hell of a lot more sense than some oh, crazy yeah. shit that humans decided to derive from God knows what and this and that right. and the other that like, we made uh, that we just, made. To, yeah. No, I don't trust us. I trust. This planet that like mm. totally supports life. I don't right. know. Plant but medicine. Yeah, yeah. But I don't trust crazy pills and uh, shit. Like it, yeah. but it's, And the dollar bill. <laughs> or the dollar bill. Exactly. That the pills are snorted through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, that, that actually, this whole entire conversation led to a beautiful thing that the last song, the last Prince song we're going to play is Computer Blue. And Perfect. it's just it's just kind of wraps up like it's the <laughs> it's the the woes and the blues wrapped in this computer age, man. And Beautiful. Good I, I think Prince <laughs> might just say it the best. Right. Take it away. <laughs> <laughs> Another song, completely different from the rest of them. <laughs> ah, yeah. yeah. Offbeat. Yeah. 
ridiculous guitar player. I know, he was <laughs> fucking good, man. is so good guys that's fucking amazing it's like i don't know prince has always like been like entrancing to me like it's just Mm -hmm. always just like what he i mean that's his brain man the way he thinks about music is beautiful i had the pleasure to get to actually see him live thankfully once Um, and it literally is like one of the most magical nights of my life he like we went to this after party um and walking up coming up to the line this like big black suv pulls up and I'm walking with my sister and my friend, and I think I stopped to like mess with my shoe or something. So there are a few feet ahead of me. There's a couple girls like down half a block behind us. SUV pulls up, and I hear, "What's the line for? What's going on here tonight?" And I look, and I'm like, just excited, right? Because I just got out of a print show, and I like turn over, I'm like, "It's Princess after." Yeah, it's freaking him and his freaking SUV. And I'm like, he sees me, realized, because I'm like, "It's Princess after." Bah. And he just like grins at me and rolls his little stupid window up. And so I just about fall out. Right. And then uh, he he sung a few songs. So this lady, Liv Warfield, who I also met through that friend, Barry. And I, <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's too much. Shit. right? So I'm just wow. like pumped the whole night. I'm just like oh, floating yeah. through like the rest of the club. And this lady, <laughs> uh, Liv Warfield, amazing vocalist. I got to work with him that I've met uh, here in Portland again through with that friend of mine, Barry. She was touring with him at the time. She got to, uh, she was a chosen one. Um, he helped her with her last record. Like, it's been amazing, right? So she Holy and the smokes. girls did like the first kind of half of the after party. And then um, he comes up and he sung a couple of songs, but he mostly played guitar. And this club was not that big. And like, I went straight to the front like the whole time because everybody else was kind of like, oh, the girls, you know, not as big a deal 
gonna go get drunk yeah live i just adore her i just look up to focally she's just ridiculous so i'm there, there the whole time just like cheering her on and singing and so when he, prince comes out i'm like Six feet away from him. I mean, I don't even know if that far. Like he's oh playing guitar where you're sitting. Dude. Oh jeez! And so my for gosh. just hours, my sister's like, "I'm gonna go sit down." My friends like, "I'm gonna get a drink." I'm like, "Shh, no." Right. And I just sat there, just like watching him play guitar for like two hours. It felt like, oh and it was ridiculous. God. I have his guitar pick. That one of the bouncers kept looking at me, like if I looked away, no like if he'd go to do something or whatever. Um, I would just kind of like, "Oh my god, am I still like? Is this like real life right now?" And so I'd yeah. seen this bouncer just kind of like watching me watch prince like uh, just like in utter disbelief amazing, yeah. the, and amazement the whole time yeah, and definitely. so at the end the everybody's trying to like get stuff and this and that and the other and he was giving out guitar picks from prince's mic stand but he didn't use those right like you know the yeah. ones left in yeah. your mic stand you didn't use those so he the guy comes over and he just looks at me and he's like about to hand me one he's like hold on i'm like what and he's like turns his back to me well he went and grabbed one that he'd thrown on the ground that he actually used and brought to me so i have uh, <sighs> it was the welcome Welcome to America tour. Well, he had, that was the Seattle was the first stop from leaving Canada, and that was the Welcome to Canada tour. So the custom guitar, it's his custom guitar pick that was made. He had them made for the Welcome to Canada tour, and yeah, then used the Welcome, but he was still using them because he just came from Canada. Yeah. So that's like probably my favorite thing, one of the favorite things that I own. That's beautiful, my, man. That's, that's a life. beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, crazy things. I don't get like. I try not to go all like fan girl and crazy, but like it's mm. fucking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he dude. spoke to me, guys. Like, yeah. Oh man, Prince. No, that's it's, fucking that's, beautiful. That's one. That and he got his freaking pick, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, <sighs> well, I'm really actually glad that we played this album on this episode, and it too. wasn't already played because that's that's <laughs> a beautiful too. thing to wrap this up. So what 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 were uh as a kid or when you were you know becoming in your singing and finding yourself in that um who were some of like your your big influences in singing <laughs> you're gonna laugh i mean other than like, prince obviously right, right obviously prince um bowie so like the labyrinth is my favorite movie ever right <laughs> and so okay. like i love the fart Bowie's, steps oh my god right <laughs> sir didimus and his uh-huh. dog just running through the yeah yep so <laughs> david bowie like is was always huge to me, and I fell in love with his voice in that movie. Like he's just got this like ethereal sound to his, yeah. And like he just he's another great influence. And then the funny thing for me, so like my mom listened to Heart, and I always loved their those okay. ladies' voices a lot. Yeah. Um. And then like that was so that's kind of like my younger days. But then okay. as I actually started to really sing like i was always a ham like messing around and recording over my mom's yanni tapes and shit um Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's awesome like just with whatever i was goofing around with but then like honestly like 90s like r&b and like new jack swing and stuff like that like swv and the and in vogue and um a lot Mm -hmm. of the like i wanted to sing on a rap record i want to sing the hook on a rap record so bad that's like, awesome freaking awesome. the thuggish ruggish bone when that shit came out from bone thugs and harmony like i uh. sat there like at my house just like it's the thuggish ruggish bone it's the thuggish ruggish bone for like hours like my sister's like stop 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 but that was that's so beautiful. cool to me yeah. like i just love like those like soulful stuff that they were singing yes. behind these yeah. like hard-ass gangster lyrics uh. and it just was 
amazing to me. Yeah. So like that whole era is very yeah. influential in the way that, that was I sing. amazing. That was amazing. That was amazing. I really got that in the studio. Exactly. That's funny. That's exactly. We needed that. Will you come sing some shiz naughty hooks? I will. Dude. Dude, that would be my favorite thing. Oh my God. If I could do some of the What the fuck is your name? Yeah. Oh my God. Dude. Okay. We're not going to say it on here right now. You guys, it's when, gonna we, when we do it, we will premiere my name. Let's but like, blast this shit that off, would dude. like fulfill a really fun dream for me. And <sighs> because be we want to really just man, I really want to have. Okay. I want to sing well, ridiculous things for you guys. No one else, dude, no one. So no one else has heard. No one else has heard our our stuff that we've actually done as yeah. that. Oh my god! So we've, when we, we get actually, off of this and uh, we're finished here, we're gonna show you one yes, of the things we've yes, already started. Yes, and I'm you so can excited. hear kind of like how we just do this thing. Uh, oh, I want to sing ridiculous random. things for because you guys. Good. That was, okay, I we feel need like this. This is fucking so amazing. amazing. <laughs> we're not well, too far, so this we're, is gonna. No, this, this is be really beautiful. We're gonna perfect. Because, oh, because we, you know, well, like we're at, we're we're without a guitar player in Fighting Silence now, gotcha. so we're not mm-hmm. doing our proggy stuff. So we're we're like, what other? What like, can we do? Right, like, that's right. a good answer to what can you do right now? Because I feel like it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's awesome. It's good. Cool. Okay. Anyways, man, we've been going almost two hours already. Isn't that awesome? That's amazing. How fast? Just good. Absolutely. Wouldn't it be better if everyone just sat down around a table and and talked for two hours? Right. Listen to records and talk for two hours? I feel like I just just let, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Two things came to mind. One word, exfoliate. The other word, poop. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry. That's what came in there. That's what happened. That was my brain. (laughs) <laughs> and on that note maybe as your brain was just coloring thoughts you just picked a brighter crayon <laughs> <laughs> oh, lots of good stuff anyway before we go I want a couple fucking just quick fire questions okay. for off the top of your brain mm. what is one food that you will never eat and one food that you've never eaten that you've always wanted to Ooh, that's tricky one food like, like this one thing that is I like do, a, a food style from it could be any um, country that you will that you just go oh I will never those eat like that. thousand year eggs or whatever the like the black, fermented the black they like put them in the gr- no can't do it nope I don't care if you've been doing it for thousands of years that's that's not gonna happen second close there's like these soups they make with these nests of these birds that they like climb up these rock cliffs and they get these like they look like rice noodles but they're not rice noodles you guys it's like spit it's a bird's nest of spit and they make soup those two are nope never bird soups bird spit soup yeah holy crap i've never heard of that i've heard of a thousand year eggs yeah me too don't ever i don't want want anything to do with it holy Um, smokes one thing that you've never eaten that you always wanted to that's really tough. Like, I don't know if I know that. Like, I don't know if there's something mm-hmm. that I've never tried. I really, though, honestly, would like to go Have, to like India. I mean, I've done, I love Indian food, like what yeah. we get here. But I think that there's probably like some amazing shit that I don't even know. What about that things like, like like rattlesnake or or like eh, weird I would types try of it. food? But I don't like. I mean, I would try like different types of animal meats. But n- not n- a big fan of like the weird shit. Like I don't want to eat yeah. your testicles Buffalo or your brain tongue. or sure. you know. I mean, I've had I've had had cheese. I've had. It's just not. It's a texture that is too gamey for me. Yeah. And not even gamey. Like weird. No mm-mm. liver. 
Burger? Yeah, like tongue. Mm. I've had some tongue tacos where like it I've was had, like yeah. saute, like Lenga like marinated tacos, and yeah. cooked down, but like just like a tongue with like no, <laughs> okay. like I don't like the weird parts. But Good I'm pretty idea. adventurous. I love to cook and I love to eat. So yeah. I mean, I'm just yeah. what the thing I want to try is like whatever's out there that like I don't sure. even know is out there and is just bomb. That's what exactly I mean. <laughs> right. Cool. Right. If yeah. you're like at a new place, it's like you just want to try yeah. all yeah. whatever's there. I, yep. I don't know. That's and in, in the same way, places to travel. I want if, to go to Egypt. Yes, beautiful. I don't know. Good is there a place answer. that you would like? You're just like nah, I'm never going to go there. Like, um, like Antarctica. Like, <laughs> no, you wouldn't even go to like truck on some snow, see some big ass old I glaciers do and shit. Not do cold well at all. Like gotcha. I, and I mean, like part of it is just like I'm a wimp, but also like I've got arthritis in all my joints. Like cold yeah. is bad for me, and like uh, nothing uh. about like. The, the part of the adventure is that you might die sounds like fun Good. to me. Yeah. You know, like there, and I mean, I, I guess if like, if the, somebody was like, we're going to go do this and it's going to be there. Like, what about I can't crazy say I wouldn't Amazon go. jungle trip. I would totally go on an Amazon jungle trip. Even with like crazy big spiders and weird yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm not a big spider fan, but I still totally do it because yeah. there's a whole bunch of other shit that I would love right. to see. Like, True. you see them like, like you're up alone. in those It'd canopies be, you know. where you get to go up and like look over the canopy and like the Amazon. Hell yeah. I deal with some big ass spiders to deal with that. Right, they're spiders. Right. I can but kill no them. But no cold. Cold is, yeah. is hard. That would be like at the bottom of the but, list. But you could see penguins, <laughs> gotcha. like legit slow, floating on their belly, like sliding, mm. like pop out of the water. And those are real cute, but like <laughs> the march of them. But uh, videos are good. Videos, videos are great. Are march are of the good. penguins, fantastic so for my penguin a, needs. So, so there's a good <laughs> also side. penguins at the zoo. Which there's are a right. good side that. of the of okay. the of the internet and the video that we talked yeah. all the shit on the there's whole time. A lot and the of downside. Things. There's you, a lot you, of things I would never get to see. I got to watch this fix, documentary yeah. about this girl who lives with like the nomads and there's these like eagle hunters and for generations and generations, right? It's all been dudes and she's yeah. 13 and she I've wanted to be it. an eagle, right? Isn't it Vice amazing? It. Yeah. Like we would never get to see and Dude, hear about that stuff without the throw internet. Throw out to Vice because bet- yeah. between, to between Vice. noisy Vice and Viceland, like My they cover so much good stuff. And um, like factual good well, stuff. So, so yeah. what's his yeah. name um the 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 head the guy the president of vice uh, what's his um his name, um but he's been on a Rogan's podcast Rogan experience mm-hmm. a, quite a few times i can see that um um they those are um you hear some crazy stories from that guy i bet i i need to remember his name i'm not gonna look it up right now but um yeah anybody go check out he's been on rogan three or four times mm-hmm. um huge proponent of that guy and anything vice ever does ever I'm period they go, they uncover it. some pretty cool shit, and they don't care if it's nope. like two or for anybody's agenda. Like they're like they just kind of are like this is what this yeah, is. They're they right. they're pretty close to as nonpartisan. Right. As I, I mean, can... there's some there's some you know um, bias in there. I think, but really, well, I think they do. They show bias against be. like when they go in and talk to KKK people. Right. And they, which you like, know, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Right. They, there needs <laughs> I'm to be okay some with you not being like bias. buddy buddy there. Like I'm right. I'm cool with you showing a little animosity That's, and bias yeah. in that situation. But if it's something Definitely. about like talking to a scientist or talking to like it's just like 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 food stuff or where animal you know um yep. hormone places or whatever whatever it could be it's it's, it's the, all the information yeah. it's not withholding anything to yeah. to to real one real interviews not edited yeah cool Good stuff shit. man very cool stuff <sighs> beautiful 
Man, this was a hell of a good podcast. I am I excited. This was fun. I'm Thank so glad you for I coming got to on. Come and I am glad you did me. too. Of course, yeah. we're gonna have yeah. some more fun hangs. Yeah, we will. Yeah. And, and I can't wait to sing your projects. Hooks. That's oh so my god, I awesome. can't wait to sing your hooks. <laughs> oh, I'm super excited That's, too. Th- just that alone is gonna make us just work harder at it. And awesome. Exactly. Fast, right. Good. It won't. It won't no, no longer be like a curbed thing. Like yeah. We'll just keep that totally. beautiful in the forefront. I like it. <laughs> well, Siobhan, thank you so much for coming yeah, on the show. You. Everybody, thank you. thank you for tuning in again. Uh, this has been another episode of A Journey Through Time and Stuff. And, you know, Jason. Aaron. Buddy. Friend. Out there, all of you. Doing it every day. Yep. Just like that. Keep doing it. <laughs> And remember, everybody, like we're trying to say every time. (laughs) Trying to remember to say every time. Drive like you know each other.